I think this track's a banger. It's, it's slapping. Yeah. It's good. It's no better than that. Welcome to Sweet Valley High, where you'll meet identical twins Elizabeth and Jessica Wakefield. Both girls are blessed with spectacular good looks. Hashtag blessed. Both wear exactly the same size clothes, but they refuse to dress alike. It isn't easy to tell them apart, they but beneath the skin, there is a world of difference. A wicked gleam of mischief lurks in the depths of Jessica's eyes. <laughs> That's while called Elizabeth's um, reflect only sincerity. Elizabeth good, Jessica bad. Jessica Wakefield groaned as she stepped in front of her sister Elizabeth and stared at herself in the bedroom mirror. Oh, Lizzie, do you believe how absolutely horrendous I look today? What how a horrible sister. How can I possibly sister. go to school her. looking so awful? The production today value of all in days. This, all this If narration. you think you're the grossest looking person in Sweet Valley, just what does that make me? Miss America? Jessica, would you say they're 40-year-old voice actors? Yeah, I did say <laughs> that Jessica, earlier. of course. Who's this? Oh, hi, Jessica. This is Todd Wilkins. Matt Gorley on the phone. Todd sounds cute. <laughs> Okay, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Okay, oh, that's where we're I was like, you know, honestly, can we just listen? Let's, let's listen to the whole book. Forget the podcast. We're just going to, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they put a lot of effort into this. You have a, a whole cast. Yes. And this yeah. isn't like Harry Potter level money we're talking about, you it's, know? It's a production. They oh, There's like Foley work. There's uh, beds of music and sound effects in the background. Mm-hmm. Multiple 40-year-olds. Di- one different one 17-year-old boy. <laughs> Very cute. Them. Todd Wilkins. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. still maintain that was Matt Gorley. Uh, but it's uh, they cut the book down to, this is from the book on tape. It's like a teleplay almost. And it absolutely is a tape because this Cut came it out down and, to yeah. yeah, it's a tape cassette. Cut it down to one hour for the for the whole book. And Honestly, if you'd cut the size of this down to one hour, I would have been me reading it, I would have been fine with that. I spent way too much time reading this <laughs> make, book because I got really mad a lot. Make this book forty five pages. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And by the way, I want to point out I am not Jessica Wakefield. I have not. Although you do she have is same, a psychopath. You've got the same <laughs> mischievous gleam in your eye. That is not true. I and think my eyes are nothing but sincere. But Jessica and I are identical Liz. twins. <laughs> okay. Weird, I know. Go around the horn. Are you a, a Liz or a Jessica? Um, uh, I think I'm a Lessica. That's a that's a mixture of the two. A little like, bit sweet, a little bit sour. You're you're a Jessica. I I think I'm an. I'm e- a baddie. <laughs> you're you a are ba- a, baddie. You're a baddie. Jessica, if if Jessica today, uh-huh. she would be an Instagram baddie, right? Oh, absolutely. The way she like, dresses, she would she would constantly compare her likes to her sister's likes. Oh yeah, and oh, be God, like, she'd be the worst. Uh-huh. Liz, like, Lizzie, honey. Elizabeth would be like, like read, read a book today. You, you have you ha- you, you're uh, eight hundred followers. Look at this. I'm doing an endorsement for and then some product. I don't know the names yeah. of products. Pepsi Cola. Uh, <laughs> nice outfit, Liz. Are you a Mennonite today? <laughs> anyway, here's a bikini shot. That would be Jessica. That's total Jessica. I don't think I'm any character in this book. If I'm if I'm a character in this book, hold on. Let me. Look at my character list. I would say that I am 
Betsy Martin, the bad girl who's a drug mm. addict, skanky, and I have a bad dad. Wow. And I might be dating Stephen Wakefield. Turns out I'm not, but that's what the girls suspect. Okay, that's not who's me. Who's Stephen Wakefield? That's their brother. That's they their have brother. a brother? Oh, you will hear that more. That wasn't in the show. <laughs> Can I tell you this? I'm the dad of Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy who just goes on benders every night? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, can I be uh, uh, who's who's the real baddie? What's his okay, name? Okay, okay, I know who I'm gonna be. You're you're Rick Andover because oh, you want to be the girl from the droids? Totally, the, the girl from the droids. The droids. The droids is the Sweet Valley band, like the it band. That's copyright Lucasfilm, by the way. <laughs> well, talk to Lucas about it. Um. I think, okay, Josh, you are Rick Andover. <laughs> yes, put, that's who I want to be. I put bad boy and I put a copyright mark by him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to be Rick Andover. But I'm probably the droids girl, but whose name I did not write down for some I reason. I wrote it down somewhere. I want to hear their music. That's what I'm into. They get so it many gigs. sounds like <laughs> they're like kind of cool post-punk new wave, right? Uh, that's what I was thinking new wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the, think they actually did especially. the music, the keyboard music we just heard. Yes, on yeah, the yeah, yeah. By them, yeah. They are the hottest band in Sweet Valley. Um, but if I'm not her, then I'm Enid Rollins? I just like the name Enid. Enid oh, yeah. If, you mean Wimpy Eden? You mean Amy yeah. Rollins? Yeah. Amy? She always calls her Wimp. Like, ugh, Jessica is Eenie. terrible. It's like the dumbest. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I get to say mm. so many bad things about Jessica in this podcast and be like, oh, no, no not you. <laughs> not like, yeah. I get to say anything bad I've ever felt about Jessica so and be like, oh, no, no, but not you. Bad Jessica and good Jessica. I don't want to Which be- is which? I just exactly. Be which is which? The Jessica from this point on. Okay. Like, I'm referred to as the Jessica. Like the Ohio State. You're sure. Like that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, before we get too involved, we need to tell okay. our audience what we are, who we are, what we do. We already said who we are. Yeah. We didn't introduce you. That's producer. Blake. You don't. You don't ever have to introduce me. In fact, I wish you wouldn't. I feel like you're an integral part of our podcast, right? Nah, <laughs> he's he's fine. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, do they introduce Andy Richter? Why why bother? I they, think they do. do. Yes, they yeah. absolutely do. Dummy. <laughs> well, now they after 20 years, he finally gets his due. Get yes. to me, uh, episode 200. Okay. Okay. Then, fine. Uh, we'll, we'll not acknowledge you. Cut your own mic okay. and uh, but let's go. Anyway, let's, uh, Josh, tell the people what our podcast is. This is called Are You There Pod. Mm-hmm. We are the Sweet Valley boy and girl of Springfield. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're wait, they're wait. like the twins of young adult podcasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about young adult books. Jessica introduces me to something that uh, I would have had no interest in reading when I was age appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I check it out mm-hmm. and I like it more than I should. <laughs> and <laughs> even though. Just, yeah. Even though Josh and Jess wear exactly the same size, they refuse to dress alike. Won't do it. Don't Mm -mm. want to. Look. We have to show we have different personalities. Not wearing that Henley. No way in hell. I'm wearing a black flag shirt right now. She's wearing a new order shirt. New order hoodie. (laughs) Totally different. One is sour. The other is a different kind of sour. (laughs) (laughs) So... What book are we doing today in case our, um, maybe someone who is totally new to the realm of, of YA is tuned in? What book are we doing today? We're doing a book called Double Love. And why are we doing th- why, that one? Uh, it is Sweet Valley High number one. Welcome to new, month of number one. New year. New, new ones. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was the goal. I had nothing to get myself out of that. (laughs) I think we're going to try to do popular titles this year. 2020 is the year we get popular. Uh, Wait Wait until February. (laughs) You guys are going to. I've never heard of anything that's going on in February. Screwing it up one month in. Gonna mess up our, our watch listeners. the numbers be huge. Okay, my predictions okay. numbers we do numbers mm-hmm. on these first. Uh, Blake noticed something looking at the numbers. Is yeah, hey, when and we do hey, something popular, maybe people uh, when people have heard of things. the author, Blake, the numbers are like three times as much. You guys I'm, should do R.L. Stein all the time. I don't want to do that because they're terrible, they, they become rough. very repetitive. Babysitter's Club, I kind of like. Uh-huh. So I'm fine with that. And I bet that's going to do numbers. I bet this will do numbers also. I will say the one that should have been numbers, done numbers, is the one about the girl that wanted boobs, uh, Taffy Sinclair. It did fine. That one it, it did is a good, good book, but it doesn't mean. No, it, it did it did. That better should than be some. one of those ones where people like put remember. it on tapes and pass it around to their friends in secret. Like, <laughs> like look, it should be the mixtape of look, podcasts. It's like, are, yeah. it's like the Velvet Underground. Are we the everyone, faces of death? Everyone who, everyone who uh, <laughs> not a lot of people listen to that podcast, but everyone that listened to it started their own podcast. That's right. <laughs> Wrote their own Tavi Sinclair book. That's what happened. <laughs> That's how Marin got to start listening <laughs> to us. <laughs> That's what a lot of people don't know. We've been in this biz a long time. We invented podcasts. Uh, so what is our history with SVH? What do you mean our history? Well, my history is this is the first time I've encountered it, and I thought it was written by... Uh, oh, <laughs> I left a note. I wrote background on Francine Pascal, and then I wrote not Francine Prose, because for the longest time, every time I talked to Josh, he was like, I can't believe that Francine Pascal wrote this. And I was like, who the F does he I think, think it was Francine like a, Pascal is? On New Year's is? Eve, I was like... No, but she was nominated for a National Book Award for I just Blue Angel. At, I looked at him like, are you crazy? And I think we left your store. And I turned to Blake and I went, Josh is fucking nuts. <laughs> like, there's no way. She said dumb. The word she used was dumb. I did just... not say dumb at all. I said, Josh is losing it. Uh, and so I looked it up. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that. You messaged uh, our, our group. Oh, that's what. Yeah, okay. That's our group what chat. And you said, okay. Jessica, I would like to tell you. I've lost it. I'm full of shit. <laughs> well, who are you confusing her with, though? Francine Prose, mm-hmm. which I haven't Who's read that? her, but in my head, I've always just, like, equated the two. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of, like, serious writers write young adult books or uh, young adult It seems that way now, but it wasn't always that way. Right. I, I thought she had started doing this, like, as, like, a, a, a side hustle for her passion project. Maybe under a different name. Well, I mean, maybe you, it was under you, a different name. Pascal would you be and proud. Prince. Okay, maybe she yeah. kept the first name. The yeah. same. <laughs> anyway, I, w- I was wrong, but I'm a big enough man to admit when I'm wrong, <laughs> yeah. which is all it the takes, time. It takes a big. Man. Well, if you're wrong enough, you just get used to saying, "Oh," and then hand up again. You're not a big man anymore. You're right now. You're just a very small man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you listen to the last episode. Um, I just want to note, I did not read this one because it does not exist in comic book form. So no picture books Are for we me. sure it doesn't, though? I mean, I didn't check that far. It should. It really should. And there should be a reboot. I'm just throwing that out there. Blake did listen to a few minutes of an audiobook, though. So, And I watched a television show, which I remember from when Wait, I was a kid. If there are any other mediums other than actually having to read a right. print Look, novel... I am stupid as shit. Blake will. Blake's here for it. I read on a third grade level. That's not true at all, but whatever. <laughs> I majored in English and I won't read books. <laughs> Anywho. To be fair, I, you know, I was like a C student. 
<laughs> hey, C students can still be doctors. It, it, yeah, and I, that's exactly <laughs> what I did with my English degree. Well, I do surgery. C, C passes. Before we uh, dive into the meat of this book, Josh, are you liking Baby Yoda memes over there? No, sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, Josh, what's your theme drink? Well, it makes night? sense at this point. Mm-hmm. It won't. If you didn't get a good twin beer, I'm going to flip Uh it. So I did not get Double Trouble because I've had it before. And I forget the... Also, the, this is not Double Trouble. This, this is Double is, Love. No, but oh, wait, out sorry. of these two girls, this is Single Trouble. That's it's true. true. It's true. It's true. It, it's not... There's no trouble from one of them. Um, so it mine's a two-parter. It is a it is a boiler maker, which we'll find out why later. Mm-hmm. Which is a whiskey. Uh, you're supposed to drop it in, but uh, I didn't want to make a mess in like Lake's, in a shot glass. You mixed studio. whiskey in your beer. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, uh, that's a boiler maker. Yeah, and Gross. it's with an arrogant bastard ale. And is there an ar- arrogant bastard in this book? I feel uh, like there are several. There's an arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> there's one arrogant bee. <laughs> uh there is and we'll see why later well do you want some background information on francine pascal yes I francine yeah uh, other than her national book award tell us about her well other than her national book award can i tell you she was born on may 13th like a certain, certain jessica, jessica here in the room good jessica was also born on may 13th. and so is norma klein who we loved beginners love so yeah, hell yeah! She two rules. two uh, fun YA authors born on my birthday. I think I should just try my hand at this. Love books. I you think, should do a book called I think something I sh- love. I think I should write my Mall Hang book. Take yes, Josh's yeah. idea. It should be called <laughs> a Food Court Love. That's your book title right there. Uh, we'll we'll reconsider that. But is is, is your Mall Hang book going to be set? Is it going to be now? Because now it's no. it's, it's harder. No. It, it has to be like link later e. It could be interesting. My mall. No, it, it could be very interesting if it's set if now. You because set it during the, the mall is of kind of deteriorating. Set it in a in a mall that's becoming a ghost mall. The, like North. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know. I can't decide if I want to set it like in the late '80s, early '90s, which is like the height of mall yep. culture. Yeah, hell yeah. Or if I want to set it now, where it's really sad when you go to the mall because like no one's there. I'm not certain one, what I one want. One is to... more of a, a meditation mm-hmm. on. Uh, on, cor- on capitalism, on capitalism and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and greed and, and yeah i'm interested pitch. in either i think i think the, maybe you should do this might be your pitch you do one now and then you took it sequel. you motherfucker okay. yeah, no, yeah. no 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 you do an you. it and it goes back and forth like sort of now and then type of thing the life of a mall it's a thousand pages oh god like the mall is the character yes the mall is uh, the actually I mean, what if I do that and I become like the David Foster Wallace of our generation? Well, okay. Can I say? Can I? Say, I mean, not to think really highly of myself. Can but... I say this without uh, bringing our mall thing down? Because I think this other person has failed at this. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith wrote, made the movie Mall Rats, yeah, mall which rats. is the mall hang movie that sucks. It's yeah. not good. It, I know people like it. You're wrong. Sorry, boys. <laughs> can I say I liked it when I was 13, 14? I didn't even so like did it I. then. I did. I liked the soundtrack too. I liked but it, but not the soundtrack's as much as probably the good. other movies. Probably has some butthole surfers on it. Probably has some whatever. I bought it because it had a Bush song called Bubbles, which was not released on any of their other other albums. Well, That's how they got you on soundtracks. It's yeah. like it's yeah. anyway. Uh, Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's writing a Mallrats sequel that's going to be set in malls now. So he might be doing our idea, but he's doing it worse. It's like Clerks Two. Yeah, yeah. Which was a horrible movie. I'm sorry for people who loved Clerks Two. Like I saw that with a friend. 
and we came out of there, and I was like, we I weren't even friends anymore after watching it. We just were like, we Actually, looked at each other, and we're- that's kind of true. Because <laughs> he was like, loved it, and I was like, I'd rather eat glass than sit through that shit again. Sorry, I just whatever. Jessica has very definitive opinions on on what the she likes. And now we're not talking. <laughs> but anyway, back anyway, to Francine. I would call it life as a mall. Okay. That's all. Go ahead. <laughs> um, she is still kicking. She's 81 years young. Um, she met her husband, John, at NYU, and the two wrote together. They wrote scripts um, for, like, soap operas, um, which makes sense yeah. when you read the book. Um, one was a soap opera called The Young Marrieds. Um, she wrote some books before Sweet Valley High, and some of them made it into ABC after-school specials. Her husband died young. He had cancer. He died in 1981. He was 49. She never remarried. Sweet Valley High is attributed to her, but she pretty much presided over a team of ghostwriters to help write the novels. And when I think of that, I think of Mavis Gary in Young Adult, one of my favorite all-time mm-hmm. movies. You love it. I love it. There are 181 books in the series. There were several spinoffs. Um there was Sweet Valley Senior Year and Sweet Valley University, so you could follow the twins. Wow. As... On, on some Saved by the Bell That's, shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. the college. Standing at the edge of tomorrow. Today. I today. I do not know today. that name. <laughs> today. That was the hey, what college year, year's theme song. Yeah. When did uh, number one come out, Sweet Valley High? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Actually, I had it written down. Is it is also... 1983. Okay. So, so that beat Baby Club. Yeah. yeah predates BSC. It does. Then later on in 2011 and in 2012, she released two books that follow the adult versions of our favorite Sweet Valley High citizens. And now Jessica is citizens. doing murders. <laughs> <laughs> she is luring men back to her apartment, murdering them, dissolving their bodies in acid, mm-hmm. and uh, then going to her job as like a high-powered editor somewhere. Jessica is an editor? No. No, not an editor. She works uh, like for, she's like a high exec at Sephora, and she sits there and decides what products they'll be okay. putting in their stores all day. Sense. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> and and poor Liz knows about it and has to like help her cover up the crimes. Liz, oh my God, these Liz, are great the books. Body By the way, if that's not what these books are like, then S- I'm so sad. SVU it's kind of like, CSI. Not to spoil a book, but did anyone read My Sister the Serial Killer? Because that is, I, ha- I haven't. That oh, wow. is kind of that premise where oh, okay. there's. That's what I would have called. You it. should read it. It is. It's interesting. Um, but anyway, so Sweet Valley Confidential and The Sweet Life follow the characters as adults. Um, and 2017, a film adaptation was announced. I didn't do a lot of digging up. What on year that. was it? 2017. Okay, something it's tells probably, me that probably, that probably, probably canceled shelved. at this point, right? It's. It's. I don't know. I feel like. Or we're at that point where all that Hollywood could do is it, it's all nostalgia and reboots mm-hmm. and things that people know. And if you pump it out, people will there's a chance people will like it. Yeah. I don't think this would make a lot of money as like a big If you release it as like a Hulu series no, yeah, yeah, yeah. or a like, Netflix series, I think you would get enough like older millennials and Gen Xers. And, and their kid like when you mentioned Babysitters Club, I was like, Oh no, that's perfect. Because you have the nostalgia. I from, can see that working up to like a modern version. How do you update this one and make it like even? You just relevant? make it in a social. Yeah, you just you, use social media. It's a not. Lot. It's not hard at all. It's, yeah, yeah, but it's just a teen thing the, with the same name. Yeah. Can it be good though? Like anything it can, can be, good. be. It can be good. It in the won't same, be. It can be good in the same way that you is good, where it's just total trash, but I love it and like, I want to watch I, it. I, it's like a Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl is basically Sweet Valley High right. remade, right? 
Yes. But yes. it's a little more I think the characters are more interesting. What, Sweet Valley or in Gossip no, Girl? Gossip Girl. I don't know. Not that I haven't I've seen it. Watched. I haven't seen it, but I assume the characters are more <laughs> It's just a different world. It's an East Coast world. This is West Coast. It's just, it's just it seems different so different levels vapid. of elitism that I mean It's kind of like they took the most boring girl from Saved by the Bell, uh, multiplied her by two. Do you, really, wait, you didn't her. even read this book. Yeah, what the what, hell are yeah, you talking I don't about? I don't know that they're, I, they're not necessarily boring He is at all. basing this okay. on, by the way. TV show. Yeah, the TV show, which aired from 1994 to 97, produced and distributed by who, Blake? Darren Spelling. I'm guessing. Oh, you're going to love this. This is interesting. The uh, producer of this 90s uh, series was none other than Haim Saban. <laughs> no joke. TV Saban extraordinaire. Entertainment. N- the king of the 90s. They sh- uh, Power Rangers fame. VR Troopers. Mm-hmm. All those. All the uh, all the kind of Japanese imports and then also Sweet Valley High. Yeah, did, they, no sense, but... did they export this to Japan? <laughs> that, I, it, it, it's <laughs> like a one in, one out. We, we get Power Rangers. <laughs> you get Sweet Valley High. You You're not going to like it. <laughs> yeah, it's another, like Babysitters, it's another... 80s thing adapted for the 90s and the series is so 90s it hurts it's painfully it 90s really was watch. painfully the, 90s. the book isn't though well it, the book well, is painfully 80s yes is it? okay yeah and i love it can i okay let okay. me ask you this question mm-hmm. so babysitters as and as an outsider who doesn't didn't read any of this stuff mm-hmm. are there other series other than babysitters club and this that are like the big 80s like book series because these are the ones that i never read and when I would like see them at thrift stores or book sales, I wouldn't even mess bother with, with them. them. But now I will. <laughs> I mean, because I actually think now that like the women who read them as kids are growing up, but they want their yes. kids to read them. Now they actually do sell, and people do ask me like, mm-hmm. people "Choose your own adventure, Goosebumps, Sweet Fear Valley Street. High, all this stuff." People ask me all the time for it. And I'm trying to think. Is of there series anything else that, that had a cultural impact like this? I didn't read these Clue until. Junior. <laughs> I didn't read these until, um, I mean, you have to think, I was born in 82. Yeah. So I would have been reading these probably in, I think I tried to read my sweet, my first Sweet Valley High book in like second or third grade. Okay. Um, which would have been what, like 91, 2? So I want to say that for me, the iconic series were Sweet Valley, but definitely more Babysitter's Club. I was never a huge Sweet Valley person. Fear Street. Goosebumps. Goosebumps was 90s, though. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess it was. Goosebumps was 90s. Fear Street was. It started late in the 80s, 80s, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. Anything that was point horror, that had point horror written on it, which was just the scholastic. So I'm, I'm just trying to. Series. So there's nothing we're really missing that's. I'm trying to think. I read. When like did my the mom, Boxcar Children come Oh, box, I did Boxcar's read, earlier. It's like Nancy Drew Hardy Boys era. I mean, it's after really? that. No, it's way it's after that. It's between Nancy Drew and yeah. Babysitter. But it's in that same. That same baby stuff. Do we have to do Nancy Drew on this podcast? I mean, here we can do some of the updated ones they did for the 80s because that might be funny. But whenever I was also a oh, kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, those crosses with the Hardy Boys, yeah, and they're blowing up. <laughs> but when I was a kid, like my mom also gave me books that she loved as a kid. So I read Nancy Drews and Trixie Belden's. If anyone yeah, yeah, knows yeah, yeah, who yeah. Trixie oh, Belden course, is, yeah. yeah. So I read those, but those are books that are That's published. That's like forties, fifties stuff. I think. 
Trixie Belden was 50s, 60s. She was yeah. a little bit, she was like the mod Nancy yeah. Drew, right? <laughs> well, I was a little more sophisticated and I was into Encyclopedia Brown. I never read those. I thought they were like boring. That kid was. I'm trying to think so I hard. Could not, galaxy I could not figure I, out the mysteries. I honestly remember. <laughs> That's why they told you at the end. I know. I we honestly remember Choose Your Own Adventure being a big deal, but those weren't really, I mean, I would buy anything that said point horror yeah. or had, or that were Apple paperbacks. Right. Okay. Little, I, I was yeah. just trying to figure out if there's a, a blind spot there. I don't think there is. I, th- I think these are, these are the these were big the kings. ones. Yes. I mean, I'm sure they were imitators. The queens. Right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. One and done. You're out of here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm too lazy to go to my soundboard. Forget him out of here. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. But you can imagine. Yeah. Bye bye. But I just want to <laughs> add that the uh, they did actually cast identical twins in the series. They did. They didn't like. They were the Daniel sisters. I maintain that one is the hot one. <laughs> the one that Blake says is the hot one is the one who furthered her career by it's playing true. Joe it's Dirt's true. girlfriend. Both were very pretty. W- did she play Jessica on the? In the show, she was Jessica on the show. Uh-huh. Remember Joe Dirt's girlfriend? Joe I Dirt's do remember girlfriend. Joe Dirt's girlfriend, which I hate that I remember. Joe Brittany Dirt's Daniel, yeah. horrible movie, but she also did other stuff. She was in It's Always Sunny. I won't discuss the uh, specifics of her character on that show. Still, the hot one. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you thought that the one that was the non-bookish nerd was clearly like the, the hot one. <laughs> I like the I like Blake the baddies. Likes I like brats baddies, and bad girls, and that's why I married this one over here. Likes bad. Don't make a fart sound. <laughs> you know damn well that you're a brat. I'm a brat, but I'm not a baddie yet. Well, you're kind of a you're kind of an insta baddie. No, <laughs> not, 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 not at really. all. Not really. Oh my gosh. So that's all I have to talk about and my history. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Over done. It up. But you asked about my history earlier. I think I read like maybe three or four of these. They never okay. connected with me like okay. Babysitters Club did. And then once I exited out of Babysitter's Club and, and Goosebumps and Fear Street, I was just all about adult books. And that was probably like seventh, eighth. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Anywho. My history with these is never thinking about them ever. And this is the first time I've but had a, to contemplate But a funny them. history is we went to the local library book sale. And I bought this copy of um, Sweet Valley High Double Love Number 1. And I thought when I bought it that it was just an updated cover. So when I bought it, I was like, oh, it's probably the same content. Just the cover is updated instead of like the, the drawing, the iconic circle with the twins in it and the, the book label. Um, this just has a photograph of two very pretty California blonde girls. When I bought it, I started reading it and they started making references to like reality shows. And I was like, what is going on? Um, and I read it all, but it was uh, revised in 2008. So don't buy the the bright neon modernized photo what did cover. They, you, you put what me in charge of it, and I talk about The Bachelor a lot, the TV show The Bachelor, and I talk about my Razor cell phone. They were driving a Jeep and, and, and putting in CDs, and I'm like, wait, this is not 80s culture. <laughs> so they just changed really superficial little... I yeah, think, of course. Yeah, and I think they changed slightly some things that were a little bit creepier and made them less creepy. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to it. Okay. Because there are some creepy things in this book, and one of them is Rick Andover. It was a, actually kind of a scary chapter to read. So in the in the one episode, mm-hmm. I am an expert. I've seen one episode of the TV show. Um, there was a sort of predatory older guy that uh, 
tried to prey upon Jessica. Can is we that... talk about how old he is? Rick Andover, he's so a high that, school dropout. We'll come back to him. Okay. Do, we, he, do we just want to start at the beginning is, with this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's roll. Let's go. Let's go. So Let's ignore Cliff like, Notes time. I wanted to ask if that was part of the plot of this yes, book. Yes, it, it is. is. Okay. They were pretty true. Cramming that all in in half an hour is pretty true. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, it starts out with the girls in their room. As you heard earlier, this is so when we learned they're identical set. twins. Jessica has horrible body dysmorphia. It's just staring in the mirror like, I'm ugly. Wait, just, I hate so, myself. Jessica said that? Yes. yes. Okay, so. so it starts with the mean girls scene uh, when they're all looking in the mirror being like, oh, I'm so gross. My ass is so gross. And the other person is supposed to compliment them, but it, they, it's only one person doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and our identical twin is sitting there. And Jessica is uh, the hottest coolest girl in the class right that's yes. how we're supposed to take her and so she's looking in the mirror and saying i'm disgusting i'm gross and that is supposed to be the cue for liz to be like oh no i've never seen more perfect skin or whatever but instead man you're identical yeah, twins it's like hey. and so she calls her out and she's like what does that say about me look look at me look at me if you are gross what are you saying about me? That means yeah. I'm gross. Yeah. Well, here's what what happens. Here's I hate how this it disgusting is dis- face. <laughs> here's how it's described in the book. Jessica's in the mirror. She's talking and she goes, I'm disgustingly fat. She Jesus. spun around to show off a stunning figure <laughs> without an extra ounce visible anywhere. This book. This book goes Constantly. There. No, and it's, it's not. Here's a big problem with the book. Can I say this book is responsible for the anorexia and bulimia epidemic of like the 80s and 90s? This is responsible for uh, who did we think was uh, bulimic in the other book? Th- this Stacey. book, it's it's the third person narration. The way it talks about bodies is so gross. Yeah, like the weird guy narrator. <laughs> the, there, well, yeah, in the audiobook, stunning, like perfect bodies. But I also, mean. I mean, we'll talk about something that happens later. But yeah, it's 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 not what the characters are saying, but it's what the third person writing is saying. It's like, like a male gaze. Like, no, it is. It is. It's creepy. I do think that there is some truth in girls and in men, probably too. We just don't read about it. But I think there is some truth in teenage teenagers just standing in front of the mirror, going, "I hate myself." No, I have no problem with that. I hate the way I look. I do it at thirty-five. I I, I agree. We all, we I do, do too. We never stop. We never never stop. stop. But the way that. Afterwards, the narration depicts their bodies and describes it is, is gross. Yeah, it's not okay. That's very <laughs> weird to me. And that almost makes me think the whole ghostwriter thing. Do you think it's possible that? I think that she, she wrote, wrote probably this, yeah. the first like 10. And, and this, is why she, hit, this is why yeah. Francine Prose was nominated <laughs> for that National Book Award. Why do you think she would write so male gazy like from that POV? <sighs> I don't uh, know. The 80s were wild. Like, I, it was, <laughs> listen, everybody was on a lot of cocaine. There was a lot of cocaine. Exactly. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I, I think she's, I, yeah, I think she's trying to tell us, the audience, that this, this is girl's the, body is perfect. She's the hottest yes. person ever. And I reread last night to prepare for podcasting. I reread Roxanne Gay's essay about Sweet Valley High. Did you do you remember reading that? It was called Miss America. Yeah, it's been uh, so uh, when I when I, I don't read, think it's called Miss America. It's called like it's I, in it's in Bad Feminist. It's in Bad Feminist. So when I read it, I had no connection to Super yeah. High, so it just like and over she, my head. She talks about how she, a person of color, was obsessed with these books, 
and this is what america like represented yeah because she's talking about the new books right in that essay she like read some of the new books Oh, she did read the new Sweet Valley right. Confidential and yeah, yeah, yeah. was laughing That's, at it and yeah. thought it was funny. But it, she just talked about how she still has these books and rereads them. Right. And she thinks they're funny, but also how they affected her as a young girl. Right. And I don't I wish I had written down more um, in preparation for this and had some quotes ready because I didn't think we'd get so heavy into the body aspect of this, and we already are, but we like... we should. The first, We're like, on page chapter. four. <laughs> we haven't gotten to Todd yet. It seems to be all about Lily and White. And I honestly think that this Oh, was no, this book is white as... White yeah. AF. This book... As every book And we've blonde, read, just so With the exception white. of Claudia. I think this is what turned me off from the series as a young girl. Because I, I wasn't... Whenever you're young that young like i was really young when i tried to read these like i didn't didn't care i would much rather have read babysitter's club or girls getting beaten to death by men whatever yeah. and the babysitter the fun so, stuff yeah the good stuff i think this that the focus on bodies is what turned me off from the series because much like the babysitter's club there's a template that you have to follow because if a reader picks up the book on book number 30 they need the background information. So every chapter, right. every introductory chapter of the series is talking about how perfect and beautiful and blonde and blue-eyed and mm. these size two girls, whatever their size is, how these are the perfect examples of what teenage girls should look like. And I think that wears on you after a while, and I just yeah. tossed it aside. And That's why I never got into these books. I can I I don't want to jump that far ahead. There's, okay. So there's something I want to talk about later, but okay. we'll get to it. But it it is a very uh, I don't know repetitive thing in this book where it just keeps it happens. Uh, I mean, but it, but but they very this, shallow. The, the other thing is this entire family loves telling each other how hot everyone is. Like the brother comes in and he's like, oh, he's so handsome. He's like, where's my hot sisters? What? Like, yeah. No, they do this. Our yeah. dad, he's so hot. Yeah. Like, Mom, they constantly what? talk about how She's attractive. Hot. Yes, they talk about how attractive they all are. Their dad I, is a hot lawyer. Their mom is a hot interior designer. Am I right? She's what? a yes. interior design. Yeah. I, I saw this their, video. Their on. brother is a hot uh, college, college student, student who goes to, by the way, goes to State U. State U, yes. <laughs> I, I loved it. I was reading that at work and just cracked up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm over there to state you. State you. Go stateies. Uh, what do you think the mascot for state you is? Just a big, it's like, just the, the state of, of California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. okay, I'll take it. Summer notes, I have a note about that. I'll find it when we get to it. But okay. it's just that they all keep complimenting each other about how, or com weird. commenting on how family. beautiful. What I think is, this was written by a woman in her mid-40s. Yes. Late, late, mid to late 40s. Her husband That's... died in 81 at 49. So she was probably. This was 83. Yes. I don't know how much younger she was than him. Yeah. So we'll just say early to mid. We'll just say in her 40s. Somewhere, somewhere in there, yeah. And I think she's trying to imagine what kids would be into and what they want to read. And I think she realized that kids want escapism and they want to read about, about this perfect right, right. Family and perfect beauty, and that's what kids want and need. Does she not get that this just makes people hate themselves, though, to read this sort of I, content? No, and I think that's the because thing. Because Roxanne Gay talked about how it was great escapism for her, because she did not fit into that mold. And so for her mm -hmm. to come back home 
after being teased at school all day as the only person of color at her school, like it was just like f- escapism. But escape into more reinforcement of the idea that you are wrong and your body is incorrect. But yeah. you're also a child. Yeah. Like you, have a, the brain you don't have the brain that works guess, that way yet. But you're internalizing you the are. stuff that destroys you later. And th- this book has no interest in any any of that. You know what I mean? And at least so it's in- not that deep. No, oh, no, 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 no. This is completely superficial. Like, this okay. is, uh, the, in even the Babysitter's Club, at least, you know, is, is somewhat interested in that kind of, like, at yes. least. Like, Anne and Martin never talks about Christie's body or Claudia's Oof. body. No, or no, no. She, she doesn't, well, but she, she at least addresses that someone is thinking about yeah. anorexia or. There is. That they do, they do comment yes. on, like, race in, in the book. A little bit, yeah. And. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's an '80s book, so you know, they're not going to get too deeply it into it. Has a heart and soul to it that this book does not. This book is plastic and every you know, what I mean? like this book is superficial AF. Well, it's kind of like this book seems to be uh, one twin bad, the other twin good. Yes. Well, Whereas one, uh, had... let me tell you, one is good, one is bad. Yeah. Also, <laughs> these girls. I mean, they and are you're, they're sorry. upper middle class. They drive a Fiat convertible. And they're not happy. They're not happy with any of it. They want to be rich. Well, one of them does. One of them doesn't. Well, they're already wealthy. <laughs> but they, one, wants to be rich, rich, rich. Yeah. That's true. I will say, I just want to go to the Babysitter's Club for one more yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. At least with all of them, there is a shade of something that's... Yes. They all have a flaw. Like, Christy, uh, she cannot fucking stop her mouth. That's me. You know, like, that she's, she's hurting people because she can't stop. She's yes. rude. Uh, the, the other two girls, uh, Claudia and Christy, right? Uh, Stacy. Stacy, mm-hmm. sorry, are a little bit superficial mm-hmm. and maybe... Uh, a little that. too boy crazy. A little... Growing up a, a little, little too boy crazy. Growing up a little too fast, maybe. Uh, Marianne, no, perfect. She's N- great. Neglecting their studies, Marianne maybe. Perfect, Marianne's great, though. yeah. No, I'm, no, I hey, is that Rachel Lee Cook? It me, yeah. Yeah, perfect. It, no, it no, me, no, no, I'm no, that. No problems there. Uh, little sister, don't come to the room. I mean, there are daddy <laughs> issues, but we'll talk about that later. No, uh, anyway, that's, that's... But in this book... I don't know. Everything's black and oh. everything's well. You were about to say black and white, but really, it's white and white. It's it's white and off white. <laughs> it's white on white. It's like the whitest white. Yeah. And Roxanne Gay does talk about that in her essay. So I guess we got to get to the plot. So phone rings. It's Todd Wilkins, as you heard in our intro. Ring, ring. But hey, it's have t- whatever he said. Who do you think he's calling for? There's Jessica. two of them. He doesn't. He's the cutie basketball star. Who do you think he's calling for? Jessica. Um, no, he is calling to ask for Elizabeth, but who? M. Night Shyamalan starting at the beginning. <laughs> what? Twist. Wait, why though? But who answers the phone? Personality, Blake. Je- yeah. uh, Jessica says, it's Jessica, of course. That was, I remember that from the book. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's pretty much. That's what she says. Of I course know. she does, yeah. Who else would answer the phone, Todd, you idiot? Um, Elizabeth is like in, their, in the shower or something. She talks to Todd and he asks for Elizabeth and... And she doesn't she go? What does she say exactly? She she lies. She's like I don't. She I don't, to, I don't she think, felt that he should be calling for her. Right, of course. And so she is angry because Todd is a nice boy. He's a cute boy. He's a good dancer, basketball he's, star. Yes, he's he's 
the guy that all the ladies want why and all he, the boys want to be. Why could he possibly be calling for her bookish sister who has a pic- a poster of Jason Robards on her wall, <laughs> which I also made That's a note of. Queen, 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 Was that queen. ever a thing? No, she's a theater kid. She's a, she's a bookish so she theater likes him kid. For it's, it's a, no, yes, it's from, I, I don't even know the play. It, it's from who, a play. It's from a play. It was by the same writer of The Iceman Cometh. Yeah, because she's a big Eugene, Eugene O'Neill, O'Neill guy. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and so it was Jason Robards in that play. I looked up the poster and I showed it to you. And I was like, imagine being a teenager and so having this weird. on your wall. I'll look it up. Okay. But so. It would, I'm trying to think of Jessica, what the equivalent today would be like. I don't know. Having a poster. If you of, had like William H. Macy on your wall. <laughs> maybe like. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So. So Jessica's offended that he's calling for Elizabeth. Deflects the conversation. Elizabeth comes in and she's like, who called? And she's like, no one. Todd, Todd oh Will- god i'm looking at the, it's a touch of the poet yeah no that- oh yeah just just show yes. me that one he looks like a hunk and a half yeah want that on my wall looking this is at me not, every night this is not what a baddie has on the wall i'll say that a touch so, of the poet look it up uh the playbill yeah yeah Hol- <laughs> yeah no oh william h macy maybe a good comparison i don't know i no. think it's apt yeah. uh it, no it, it's this it's michael John C. Riley. it's michael shannon <laughs> you know michael shannon poster there you on go. Your wall. shannon yeah. has a little more sex appeal maybe and, yeah j- that's just like rugged john michael. c Riley. Yeah. does he make a lot of does he do a lot of stage acting I feel like he does. He's a yeah. great actor. No, I know no, he is, he's, but I thought he was. It does a lot of stage. stage Imagine acting. a girl having like a glamour shot of John C. Riley. I'm the wall. into that girl. I'm, but she, <laughs> she. I'm sorry, that's weird. No, I know she, you're fine. Uh, I mean, I would admire her too because he is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, it it's a very weird thing, but she's cool. Like reading this, I'm like, she's hip. No, I thought so too, but I also yeah. think it's so strange. Like such a strange thing. Yeah. Okay, so whenever Todd Wilkins calls, Jessica heaps on the flattery, hoping to distract him from the real purpose of his call, which is talking to her sister. So they're going to school, and they are pledges to a sorority in high school. What? What world is this? That, this is fantasy. I was so confused. Like, I had to go back and look and make sure they were in high school. They're in high school. They are. Yes. Like, it are they it like, is in the title. They're like sophomores, because they're 16 and they're driving, so right. they've got to be sophomores or juniors. Okay, anyway, so they're, they're pledges to high school, and Elizabeth only did it because Jessica wanted her to. Right. And they have... <laughs> did you make a list of their dares? Because I did. One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> uh, can we first say the name of the pizza place? Because uh, you know you I... It. You do it. I love the names mm-hmm. of any place, like any band, restaurant, and young adult mm-hmm. novels. Mm-hmm. What it, Blake, what's Droids. the... Droids. Not... No. What's, you, what's the funniest name for a, an Italian pizza place to be named? Um, Mario's Pizza Land. I'm sorry, this is called Guido's Pizza Place. Oh, it's more offensive than that. <laughs> it's Guido's Pizza Place. Guido's! Good So oh the, the first dare, or the first, they have to do these pranks to get into the sorority. This is the hazing. And the first one is, they have to order a pizza and get delivered to science class? Isn't that something in Fast Times? That original, literally right? is a Fast Times joke. But it's yes. not even a prank. It's just Spicoli like, yeah. I want some fucking hey, pizza. Give me some pizza. Yeah. He's a yeah. stoner and he's uh, hungry. Also, he's like, yeah. what teacher would be mad about this? And the teacher's not. The teacher's really cool about it. Uh, the teacher was very mad at Spicoli. The teacher <laughs> took the pizza and passed it out to other students. Exactly. Because young a- Jennifer Jason Lee was like, I'm getting me a slice of this pepperoni. You know? Yeah. yeah. What a babe. Anyway. Weren't we talking about her earlier? Second one. We're all fans. I love Jen- JJ. 
JJL is yeah. She's. I love JJL. I love JGL. I love all the the JLs. Okay, so JJ Abrams, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lopez, J Lo, J Glo. Uh, wait, yeah, yeah. J Lo, J Lo. Is that a person? J Lo. I love Jay Z. Yeah, love them all. So the second one is delivering a singing telegram to Chrome Dome. The Sweet Valley High Principal. They call him Chrome Dome. Yes, he's bald. Next one. So they had to dye the mashed potatoes in the cafeteria purple. Mm -hmm. And everyone was grossed out. (laughs) Ew! (laughs) Does it say ew? I wrote ew. But I wrote a question mark like... It's, it's so, just mashed potatoes. They, they're just purple. An entire industrial vat of mashed potatoes is now purple. Someone is like, this is drops of dye. I would have done it brown. My brother used to do a thing. For some reason, my brother and I learned to bake cookies when we were like 12 or 13. And so we would do it like when our parents weren't home. Which I, Bad boys. No, we were allowed to do Turn it. Turn it on the oven with the parents not home. No, we were allowed to do it. Cookies like, for days. There was one time when I was like 11 or 12. And I got really depressed. Aw. And I was like, Mom, teach me how to make cookies. And it was the first time I learned to, like, bake. And mm-hmm. she taught me how to make cookies. Aww. And we made them together. And then after that, I was allowed to make cookies by myself. Yeah. And that's weird now that I think about it. Did it cheer you up? No, I just wanted to do something productive, I guess. I forget why I was... Oh, I'm just wondering if it worked. Because you said you were depressed and... I was. I was. And it, it helped. Okay. That's uh, right. But so my brother also then learned, because... Maybe on you. Who knows? He was no. I anyway, knowing him, he was jealous, and he, he was probably like, was. He was could, like, he, I, he, I he need to know too. <laughs> why? Why is only he allowed to bake cookies? So, but he would always like put dye in them and make blue cookies or green cookies, and that's what we have. And they were fine. They were cookies. First, it was the cookies. Then it was his hair. Yeah, uh, punk, seriously, punk came along. That's how he got kicked out of the house. <laughs> Yikes. Regular SLC punk over here. Yep. So, continuing on with We're on to what's chapter going two. On. Here we are. <laughs> In our two. This is, okay, so this is when we have what I labeled car drama. <laughs> yes. Because yep. the girls. Which makes no sense, by the way. It's the dumbest thing. Je- they drive a little Fiat convertible. Jessica had wrecked the car a couple weeks ago in like a fender bender, I'm guessing. She didn't wreck it, as she says, like, and just crash a Whatever. little bit. I don't trust a word that comes out of her mouth. That's true. She's a liar. Just a little crash. Yeah. So Small crash. Whatever. So she, she's not allowed to drive. Elizabeth is the only one who can drive. And she's grounded for like three weeks or something. I can't remember. It's something dumb. And she is just humiliated because, oh my god, they have to drive their Fiat and Elizabeth gets to drive it into the Sweet Valley High parking lot. Yeah, and she's like, I'm going to look like a baby. You're twins, and you're riding shot. Like, what? what is the conflict here? Who I don't cares? understand. You're lucky yeah. you have a car. She's right. so vain. I rode with my friend in her station wagon to school every day. Granted, we got high together before school because someone yeah. got a good weed hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope my bake. bosses are not listening to this podcast. <laughs> I was <laughs> young me. and dumb. I've learned my lesson. Um Jessica, it says here you did weed as a teenager. <laughs> we actually have a policy against uh, past past drug, weed drug crimes, <laughs> okay. serious drugs like mm. marijuana. God, I'm so screwed. So, um, there's more car drama. Whenever Jess, wait, wait I would okay. want to say I want to <laughs> say one thing that she said. Okay, when she's yelling, like she's fighting with her parents about this because they're like, "No, Liz has to drive because you know you're grounded for three weeks," and she says. Mm-hmm. I'm like a kindergartner. You're treating me like a kindergartner. 
I need like, a... Like, shut up. Like, why is this a big deal? Just let her drive. I need a sound effects drop for baby stuff because it comes up so Wah. often. You need a gaga goo goo. Yeah, a goo gaga. You need to find it. And a shaking rattle or something. Yeah. So, but when they get to school and Elizabeth parks, there's more car drama because Jess hugs Elizabeth and is like, oh, yeah, we're great friends. I love you. Steals the keys from Elizabeth, gets in the car and speeds off to talk to some dude she thinks is hot. I don't even know who it Bad is. Girl. But is it, is it the Pat? It's Pat Miss, yeah. Yeah. What we talk about when we talk about baddies. <laughs> Stealing keys. Steal your man. Steal your so, but after she steals the keys while they're still talking, Jess tells Liz about Todd Wilkins' phone call and how she thinks he is going to ask her to the Phi Epsilon dance. So there's also a fraternity on campus, of course, because you have yeah, a sorority. Yeah, yeah. So later on, we find out that Jess, Elizabeth, and Enid, who uh, Jessica thinks Enid is the biggest nerd. Are you talking about wimpy Enid? <laughs> Eeny. She has a nickname for it. It's like Eeny in her last name. Eeny Rollins, whatever her last name she, is. Yeah, she, sometimes she calls her Wimpy. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like a Trump insult. It does sound like a Trump right. insult, doesn't Wimpy. it? Wimpy Eeny Rollins. Pe- people are calling a Wimpy Enid. You know what? Jessica would probably be a Trump voter. We're hearing Absolutely. it more and more. This She's a wimp. Folks, Folks folk, you hate to hear it, wimp. but she is. She's a wimp. I hate to say it. It's totally what it is. So... Apparently, Enid is cool enough to make Pi Beta Alpha because all the girls are in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All the girls are in. Oh, by the way, did I talk? (laughs) Sorry. Did I mention the uh, Chekhov's tuxedo shirt? No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing I forgot to mention. Uh, Jessica convinces Elizabeth to let her borrow this tuxedo shirt. I have a corresponding uh, soundbite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, that tuxedo outfit looks great, Liz. <laughs> Thanks. Glad I finally got to wear it. And you're wearing one of Liz's outfits, aren't you, Jess? Yeah, isn't it great? Lizzie loaned it to me just for today. Oh, why not? Share and share alike. Is that the end of the book, though, that you're Yes, playing? but like, it, it references You're spoiling. It. Uh, well, I didn't do the spoiler. Anyway. anyway. Get her out of here! <laughs> so, Jessica's wearing this sweet-ass shirt of Liz's. Anyway, um, so... After Believe s- me. I'm going to take that soundboard and shove it up his ass. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. She mad. So after school, Elizabeth is supposed to meet Todd Wilkins, and she's running a little bit late due to her responsibilities at the Oracle because she is. The eyes and ears columnist. Yes. Which is this- a gossip columnist, which is. In high school. <laughs> is That was a little weird. It's anonymous, right? So their big thing is. Everyone's trying to figure out who writes for the eyes and ears for Sweet Valley High's Oracle newspaper. When they find out who it is, the tradition is, is that they pick up that person and they throw them into the pool. Because this school has a pool. By the way, I never went to a school that had a pool. So, And, okay, so uh, a few things about the eyes and ears column. Mm -hmm. Go on. So if you also work at the paper, mm-hmm. it seems very easy to figure out who the eyes and ears call is. I mean, is. how many people are there working on a school paper? 10? Yeah. 15? Yeah. Like, there can't be that many. Uh, you got the sports guy. You got Brandon Walsh, the sports guy, right? Yes. You have Andrea, who is the editor. I'm sorry. You're going to run just, down the features column. I'm just, the weatherman. I'm just naming the Beverly Hills 90210 crew. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> Lisa Rose. <laughs> Steve Grant. He's... Ned no Reynolds, one, no sports. Gonna, no one will get these. Uh, local color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so it's very bizarre to me that this is a weird tradition. Also, it's very, 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 very weird to me that 
this is a school that just allows there yes. to be a local gossip columnist. This and, like being right. like, oh, you know who I saw canoodling down by? Exactly. Like, what? What are we doing here? It's insane. In you what know what universe? my school did? I worked for the Blue Jay Chatter, the high school paper. We had we were not no- allowed to chatter that much. No, <laughs> no chattering, none. By the way, all our all our articles were completely rewritten by our sponsor. Like she would just take them and rewrite them, whatever. Although she'd always did tell us that sex can wait masturbate. So thanks, yeah. Miss Turner. Okay. Uh, big disagree we, from over here. Masturbating, <laughs> masturbating is always there. Get it while you're young. I'm just glad she talked about masturbating in front of girls because girls don't hear that that often. Oh yeah, girls aren't encouraged to horse, masturbate a lot. I'll say this: horse girls, do your thing. Do your thing, girls. Horse girls, no. Yeah. So Jessica is running late to meet Todd. They were supposed to meet after school. She's running late because of her duties at the Oracle. She comes running out. Who does she see in the convertible together? Wait a minute. Where are my keys? Todd and uh, Jessica. Not good. Not good, folks. We actually. Legitimately hate to see it. <laughs> but we are and we have it. been seeing them more and more. It's the worst. It is. So, um, Jessica, I guess Elizabeth walks home. She gets home. Her brother, Stephen, is there. The he big lo- state you guy. Yeah. I wrote about Jessica's psychopathic can I, behavior. Can I tell? Page 37. Can I have the book? Yeah, but can I tell something that you skipped over that's very important? Okay, but do it. Her getting into the the frat or the sorority i said they did did you all three girls okay well here's here's the funny part okay is so jessica it's it's a big thing where she gets announced last it's very suspenseful oh yeah that's right and then she runs up to the front when they announce her because they announced liz they announced even wimpy eeny and then she runs up to the front when they announce her last and says there's so much i want to learn like how many votes to become president <laughs> She's the worst. What? She really is. Let's talk about how horrible she is. So, Elizabeth has walked home from school, has already seen Jessica driving the convertible when she's not supposed to be with the guy she likes. With the guy she likes. And she goes, she confronts her sister and she goes, Jess, I didn't really appreciate having to walk home today. And Jessica wails, You didn't. I saw you get into a car with a bunch of kids and zoom off without me. You should have told me you were going to do that. What would have happened if mom saw me driving the car? Do you want me to get into trouble? I think it was sneaky and rotten of you to leave me like that when it was your responsibility to bring me home in the car. This is why my Goodreads review was girls gaslighting girls. This is crazy shit. No, yes. Jessica's a psychopath. It's it's a nonstop gaslight from her to her sister. She's nothing... She is the most manipulative, horrible human who she has ever existed. Is she and trying to every time, twin that she's the other twin. <laughs> <laughs> Basic. Uh, every time Liz breaks down and is like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I yeah. forget." Like, maybe you have it there. Like, but she just constantly, like. But here, here, just um, Elizabeth goes, Jess, I didn't leave you. I got held up at the Oracle and didn't get out until late. And Jessica goes, "Oh, in that case, I forgive you." Fuck you, bitch. Monster. Mon- <laughs> I'm sorry. You can cut Yikes. that if you want, but... Oh, uh, no, I will not. You're, you're a woman. You can say it. I will leave it in. Ah! Double it. It's horrible. So, Jessica is just the worst. And then Elizabeth says, let's talk about how to after school. I saw you drive off in our car with Todd Wilkins. And she's just hoping that there's a reasonable explanation for right. this. And she goes, oh, I was just helping Todd. Because he had to pick up some decorations for the dance. So. I'm helping him because he's had a, a, a real problem with mm-hmm. 
his uh, uh, penis not being able to uh, stop being erect. <laughs> yeah. And so Jessica, uh, Elizabeth even asks Jessica, did he say he was supposed to be meeting someone after school? And Jessica deliberately lies to her sister. She puts, for, the, for like the 50th time. Yeah, though. She puts her hand behind her back and crosses her fingers and answers, I don't think so. The finger cross. I mean, it may, it's not a lie. Totally happens I mean, in real life. Once you do it, it's fine. That's, My fingers are crossed. Okay. Jessica, you have your hand behind your back right now, so I don't know. It's because I was reenacting when She's I was just reading. scratching her ass. <laughs> no, like. I wasn't. That's <laughs> rude. Uh, I, I like so that. That's rude just humor. an example of how Jessica is manipulating and gaslighting her own sister. The entire book. I feel like she's going to get hers in the end. Well, not good enough. Not in my a, no, opinion. not good enough. No. So, um, she I don't is know almost... where to go from here. So, the sisters are increasingly worried about their dad and a lawyer divorcee. he works with. Yeah, divorcee, yeah. Mar- Mar- Mariana? Mar- is that how you were pronouncing Marianne, it? Marianne, like Marianna Williamson. Is, oh, I thought it was That's Anna. exactly who I was picturing the whole time. With an A. Anna? Oh, maybe. Marianne? I was just picturing Marianne. But she's a, you just wanted she's to picture a sexy divorcee who is a new lawyer at the firm, and so they're concerned the whole time that Dad's dad up no is yeah. up to no good with Mariana. And that comes up several times in the book. So, the next day at school, a girl named Kara Walker, I don't know why I wrote her whole name, she rushes into the newsroom and announces that Jessica and Todd are dating, which devastates Liz. And so the whole time, Elizabeth is crying as she's writing her eyes and ears column about her sister dating a certain <laughs> basketball stud, <laughs> just sobbing like, writing this column. Just like typing out the word processor, like... <laughs> Just handing in an ink drop to Eisner's column. And then wow. she leaves. And when she leaves, she runs into Jessica and Todd hanging out. And, and then, then Todd, every time, is like, hey, hey, Liz, Liz, Liz. And, and Jessica was like, she's busy right now with one of her boys. Yeah, that she's, she's got some boys she's running off to meet. Like She always does that. And like, yeah. you can't see, but me and Jessica are both doing like a, a gesture. Where like we're adjusting like, a head to face us. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like putting our pulling, arms around it. Pulling yeah, him yeah. back around. And Jess is trying to convince Todd to get her to ask her to the dance. Right. So Jessica is, I guess, walking home from school. And this is when she meets Rick Andover. Bad boy trademark. Blake, we need some car like. Vroom, geez. vroom, like 50s style yep, bad just boy. Like, See if I have anything. Screeching out. Anyway. I don't know if okay. I have anything. Right. He's a high school dropout. So, am so I right? Something we need to know about him, and I just had to double okay. check it in the book. Okay. He is 17. He's a high school. Yeah, he's a yeah. bad boy. High no, school I dropout. Know. But that colors everything we're going to find out about him later. He's a 17-year-old boy. Yeah. So. Who has a James Dean complex or right. something. I don't and know. he's tattooed. Yeah. And he's got this car and he's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. But when you picture this, when you're reading it now... He seems a lot older. He when, seems like mid-20s. But when you think about a 17-year-old boy who's doing all this. And she's a 16-year-old girl. It's so pathetic. It seems really sad. Yes. Yeah. So he is really creepy. I think his intro line is something like, Hey, heaven. Hey, heaven. How do I get to Mars? <laughs> yes. What? It's yes. the dumbest. What? He, uh, he's the worst. Hold on. I it's so cheesy, it. too. He calls her Heaven. It's his nickname for her. He says it all throughout the book. Hey, Heaven. Hey, Heaven. Oh, okay. It's it's like, okay. It's like guys <laughs> Wait, who, wait, I got it. Pardon me, Heaven. Which way to Mars? Uh, the worst. Because Heaven knows the way to Mars. It's It's got, well, Heaven knows the way to everywhere because it's Heaven. Mm-hmm. But 
It's guys who do this. Hey, troublemaker. You ever work with those guys? Make any trouble lately? That always are like, their way of flirting is like walking up to someone and being like, yeah. hey, troublemaker. So, I also, haven't come across have you, that. Are you kidding me? Not that specifically, no. I'm thinking of a specific guy, but I've encountered a lot. Like, uh. But he says creepy things like, like he says her name. And I know he where offers all. to give her a ride home. And she's like, how do you know where I live? I know where all the foxiest chicks live. I know where all the foxiest chicks in Sweet Valley live. Smooth. And he asks her, she gets in the car with him. Smart girl. Um, and he's <laughs> like, uh, you're going on a date with me. And she goes, okay. And she's excited no, she said, and titillated. She said, you didn't even ask me. And he was like, something like, yeah, but you're going. <laughs> yeah, basically. Smooth. Very smooth. So now we're on to Jessica. Oh, no, wait. In there's wait. this line. She's like, where are you taking me? Do you have the line? It's for me to know and you to find oh, out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Damn Which it. he constantly. It, he it, does it, say it, that. It comes back later. I think it comes back on their date, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she goes, oh, that's for me to know and you to find out. And he's like. Smart girl learning fast yeah. or whatever it's creepy thing. So yeah. creepy. Yeah. And not even like the kind of like sweet creepy that is Matthew McConaughey and Daisy. Right, Confused. I think I'm trying like, to like have to do a Matthew McConaughey voice. Like, <laughs> I mean that's creepy, but it's kinda like There's a certain like There's a certain like charm to yes. it. Like this is like this is like someone staring at you like bug eyed out and be like, It's for me to do you know it. What? It's Hannibal Lecter voice. This guy better be gorgeous. He better look like Jeremy London in like 1992. I'm picturing, I'm honestly picturing him as kind of cute, but just too gross and damaged to deal with. 17, again, 17. Yeah. So he, I'm picturing, actually, let's repicture him. Bad teenage mustache. Oh, like God. one of those. I know, like a dirt like, lip? It's like a, 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 a poke tattoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's his tattoo. Oh, no. And he's picturing. Like a bad poke tattoo, though. Yes, you no, know, not a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one of those, like uh, oh man, yeah. It's like a sad. friend did it. Who's like, I'm learning poke tattooing, and I'm really good. Uh, Can I he doesn't even you? do that. He's like, this is my first one, but I just got a kid. <laughs> okay, that sounds about right. Oh man. So he picks up Jessica. He keeps calling her heaven, like we said, and makes. I wrote vomit next to that. Hate it. I hate. I don't. <laughs> God, it's so gross. And when she gets in the car, she notices that she she smells cigarettes and liquor on his breath. And I wrote, run away, Jess. Like, that was my... You're the coolest girl in school. Why is in she your dating head. this loser? Or going on a going date out with him? Because he's a bad boy. Just for the fun. Yeah. yeah. So he takes her to... Kelly's bar. Kelly's Roadhouse. Which I'm immediately picturing... Has anyone seen Roadhouse, the it, movie? It's it's a roadhouse. I'm picturing... It is a roadhouse. I'm, and, it's yeah. explicitly called a roadhouse. Yeah. I'm picturing, like, Dalton who is the world's best um, bouncer at the door because it's that rough and tumble. Like, people are just in there with knives, stabbing people. The band has to play behind, like, a fence right. so people can't, like, throw, like, hit them They are still bottles. throwing them. They are still throwing yeah. them, though. Like, I mean, it's just the worst bar in yeah. Sweet Valley and in the world. So. you got to go out of Sweet Valley to find <laughs> this. So he takes her to Kelly's Roadhouse, and when Jessica walks in, the first thing is, like, I just picture like all these old scuzzy men, just like just staring like, at this young, ripe girl. I don't know how to describe it. Don't like, just, say ripe. I don't want to say ripe. Don't say ripe. That's Here, horrible. Here's what I'm saying. Your word. That was your word. Eighties movie though. Eighties movie. Like all of the the music cuts. It's like zoop, and everyone just like looks over. Like it's a. It's like cheap. you're thinking like a biker bar. Do you know? Okay, but I'm also picturing her looking kind of like. 
a Simply Irresistible girl. Do you remember those girls behind Yeah, the Robert, Robert Palmer, Palmer dancers. Where they're great. just wearing like the skin tight, like black outfit with the bold red lipstick, except she has blonde hair. And it's not slick. They back. had like short black slick back. Hair. Yeah, but she, but she's like that, but blonde and with long hair. I think they were also wearing tuxedo shirts. <laughs> Maybe they might have had ties on too. Yeah, they have ties. Or this doesn't sound right at all. Okay, but but she's dressed nicely for a nice date. Yes, with a scumbag. Yes, you don't dress who, up for a dirt bag. Who takes her to like the equivalent is like the Outland Bar. No, this is worse than that. Would be I'm trying to crazy think of like hats. A, <laughs> I, I've never been to crazy okay. hats, but I've always kind of been intrigued. I know we need to go. Okay. I've, been, I've been I've been once. It and has it the was, worst name of a bar ever in history. I only went, I don't know if it's still open, but I only went. Because, I'm pretty sure it is, which is okay. crazy. So hats. they get there, they sit down in their Nailed booth, it. and Rick orders what some boilermakers. Dose. <laughs> Two boilermakers, please. That's one for me, one for my lady. So classy, classy move. By and the way. Jessica's like, "What the hell? She's sixteen, like, and he's seventeen. He's seventeen. This, Why are they in a bar? How's he getting this booze? No, exactly. This is what this book never answers. And they look like kids. Like when you look at seventeen and sixteen year olds, you realize that they're children, babies. Like when you're sixteen or seventeen, you saying. don't think you look like a child. That's but that's what I'm saying. It's like reading this book. I'm like. Oh no, he looks like a he looks like an adult in my you know what I mean? Like he's probably his leather jacket. He looked like James Dean, like yeah. you said. But that's But when I see a 17-year-old now, I think they're like 12. Yeah. When I see a 22-year-old now, I'm like, oh, you look like a 15-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, you know how things work? In no, yeah, like yeah. I just don't understand how they have the the beauty dewy not beauty, I don't want to say beauty. The dewiness of youth. Right. Like you can just look at them and just they're baby they still have baby fat. Like, well, Jessica doesn't. In because all the right places. There's not an extra <laughs> ounce of anything on her figure. Right. Yeah, as we were talking about. to make sure to tell yeah. us. But, I mean, they still are at that age where they have baby fat and right. dirt lips. Like, this is incredible to me. So, he orders two Boilermakers, and he's trying to feel her up. Right. And he says, here Yikes. is a direct quote. This is one of the creepiest chapters I've ever read in a book where a... A young adult book, I guess. Okay. okay. Where a man is trying, a 17 year old, but he's written so weird. He's, he's, written, he's written like he's a 25 year old and yes. she's a 16 year old. Yes. Yeah. And he is trying to fill her up at the bar. He's already been drinking. He drinks more. And this is an excerpt Rick's eyes narrowed. All tease and no tickle, huh? Didn't your mommy tell you not to put anything in the window that you don't sell in the store? His fingers groped higher, and she noticed he's beginning to slur his words. Well, I've seen the merchandise, baby, and I'm sold. Fucking creepy. Yeah. No. Yikes. Get the hell out. So what does she try to do? She tries to get the hell out. She says, I would have had more fun with an octopus. <laughs> Probably. Not a bad line. Not a bad line at all. That one that it's, plays the drums in right. Hanna-Barbera <laughs> cartoons. That it's, one. It's kind of like the line where, do you guys watch My So-Called Life at all? Why do I watch it? You know that I don't. Well, yeah, did, no, did, yeah, I, I okay. catch it week to week. Uh, did you when it was on or on whenever I, it I was I didn't watch it when it was on. I tried to that watch it, thing. and I was like, this is not, I'm too old now. It's past me. Well, I rewatched it recently did because it, it was leaving Hulu. It's it's just very of its time. Yeah, right. I, okay, but I still don't think it's bad. I still think it addresses a lot of things that are universal because all teen books kind of do and teen shows. 
But there's a scene when Angela finally gets in the car with Jordan Catalano, who is played by Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. By the way, she was 14 when she filmed this. He was in his, like, late teens or early 20s. He had to teach her how to kiss, which this is just the creepiest thing mm. to me. I think Jared Leto is the biggest creep, but everyone knows that. So they're in the car together. She finally gets alone with him in the car. And he starts to make out with her and he immediately puts his hand between her legs and tries to, she's wearing like a dress and he tries to like open them to do whatever. I'm not going to elaborate. And she pushes him away and she goes, I don't even open that wide at the dentist. And I was like, what a good line. Anyway, Pretty good line. Oh, okay, not a bad it. line. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why Jared Leto did that though? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> Blake. Have you been you. sitting in that for a while? Where, yeah, for about 30 minutes. Have you been hoping that Jessica, w- I that I would make a that reference to Jared Leto? Where's his Oscar? That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna he already steal got it for from, Dallas Buyers Club. I'm going to steal it from Joaquin Phoenix and give it to him for this movie. <laughs> or for Suicide Squad. <laughs> so Jessica does try to leave. Rick won't let her. And this turns into a bar brawl. The police come to bust up the fight. It's a, probably an every night occurrence at this hellhole. Okay, so... This is what confused me about this. He is 17. Mm-hmm. The cops are called and they're like, get him out of here. It's it, it happens every night with this guy. Or mm-hmm. This is not the first time with this guy. Yeah, the owner's like, get him out, get him out. Yeah. And what the cops should be saying is like, wait, you've been letting a 17-year-old drink here? No one's carding. <laughs> I am taking your liquor license away. Yeah. But and I know there were states where, like, the liquor, like, the it was 18. It was federal by this point. Was it federal by I this point? I believe so. I, was, I thought they changed it in, like, 78. I. Maybe it was, maybe it was later I thought it was 80s. later. I thought it was, because I thought that my sister's, she did a boyfriend who was, like, 19 when she was 17. And he was driving to Kansas to Lawrence to drink because you could drink and be 18. <laughs> okay, there. maybe. Imagine I could be driving wrong. that yeah. far yeah. for a beer. Okay. Well, he had friends who also went to KU. But they could drink there because the. And it doesn't I, matter. Maybe maybe it's late eighties. I don't know. But uh, also, what? Still, he's seventeen, and she's a child. And there's all these like creepy old bar guys around. Yeah. Anyway, but one of the bar guys does try to defend her. Hence the fight. Yeah. Although he probably would have groped her later. So whatever. He yeah, um, offers her right home. Yeah. <laughs> so don't the, get in that car though. No, don't. So the cop takes Jessica home, but he mistakes her for Elizabeth. Who does not correct him? Jessica. Why would she? Uh, of course. Doesn't want to correct him. So whenever he gets her home, she gets out of the car and they're talking. He calls her Elizabeth again. And it's overheard by their neighbor and sorority sister, Caroline Pierce. And Caroline goes home and immediately there's a split screen with like five other girls. And she's just <laughs> calling and like, hey, guess what? Elizabeth was brought home by a cop. There was a riot. You'll never guess who. <laughs> it's amazing how much of this plot and this sort of comedy of errors hinges on, hey, they look the same. <laughs> well, I Two mean, girls? Well, it's the same? It double works because one is a terrible liar who will just keep lying, so it it helps yeah. it helps it along. So Elizabeth goes back to school. People stare and whisper at her. She's confused by why people are staring and whispering at her. She's confronted by Bruce Patman, who is a rich, vile shit. He's basically James Spader in Pretty in Pink, just like this rich, entitled kid. Okay, so later on, Liz's best friend calls her and tells her that the gossip is that she went to Kelly's 
with Rick Andover and started a riot, which to me sounds punk rock and awesome. <laughs> but apparently it's not cool at Sweet Valley High to do that. All right. So they yeah. think the droids are the coolest band. They do not think <laughs> being punk and cool is cool. Yeah. So um, Elizabeth immediately is like, mm, my sister. Um, Jess dismisses Liz's concerns. She's more concerned about their brother who might be dating Betsy Martin, who is a drug addled, um, promiscuous girl with an alcoholic father who lives on the wrong side the, of the tracks. The the dad is, quote, bombed out of his mind every night. <laughs> and I want to take back claiming that which character I was was the dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not every night. Not every night, ladies. I mean, so Jessica does eventually confess to the cop mix up, but won't tell the school. And manipulates Liz to agree with her, because that's what Jessica does. Um, we switch to Enid's perspective for a moment. She's on a date with Ronnie and Todd. Sad sack Todd comes along because he's depressed that apparently Elizabeth is a riot starter at Roadhouses. I'm not certain. So she, they, she's the, a riot starter? Everyone is so offended by this, and it makes no sense to the, me. So this is a quote from Todd, which makes me not like him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just picturing him, like, staring up into space. But they're talking about, like, he went out with her, or she went out with him, and he just said, and I think it's Enid that's trying to kind of talk him down yes, from it. Yes, Enid does. And he just goes, some things are unforgivable. What a turd. Going out with a 17-year-old dork and getting arrested because Ugh. he sucks? Like, grow up, man. Whatever. Never forgive, never forget. And then Enid is like, ooh, I hope Ronnie never discovers my own secrets. And that leads to what the second book is, which is called, I think, Secrets. So... Um, can I ask you this? Mm-hmm. Can we pretend like none of the football field drama happens and skip over all of it? Do you want to skip it? over the football field? <laughs> okay, I just want to say. I because it is, it's just this boring, like, well, here's political the thing, it's like, plot. In, it's, it's like in Star Wars, like, episode one, like, <laughs> all of the Trade Federation stuff, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Now we have to deal with this, like... Who cares? Who cares, yeah. I'll just give I just you a quick synopsis. We want teen drama. Get back to Jar Jar. Yeah. The Wakefield's dad is a lawyer who's working on this case. I'll just give them the rundown real quick. That involves... No, it is essential. But. It kind of is because it also relieves Elizabeth from gossip for a yeah. little bit. But the stupid school leases the property... That their football field is on and the lease is up and there's two families who are battling over wanting to control the property. It's, to, to it's, lease it's it. the Hatfields and McCoys of like rich the, people. The, yeah, the rich assholes. But one is old money and one is new money. And they are the Patmans and the... Fowlers. Yes. <laughs> so the Fowlers, I believe, are the new money yes. and they want to buy it to build another factory on. And the Patmans want to buy it to create a legacy an garden on. Someone wants an amusement park, right? They say amusement park, but later on, they say it's like a legacy garden that was there originally okay. before Sweet Valley High leased it as a football field. Because some people are like, I fuck with I roller mean, coasters. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. But so this causes the kids to get a stir. This Elizabeth is, Any- is assigned this at her paper to cover. I... I- one thing that annoys me in the book, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm like, let's not talk about this now. All I want to talk about is this. Mm-hmm. Anytime that, like, the jocks are getting political, <laughs> it's always about the dumbest thing. So the gladiators, the football team, the mm-hmm. gladiators, do, like, we're going to do a sit-in on the field. Yeah. <laughs> and so they do a sit-in. And, of course, Jessica's, like, head cheerleader. And so she's like, let's go. And they all go. And it just becomes them. They corner, like, the two rich kids who are Lila and Bruce. And they're yelling at them. And then I think Bruce is like, hey, listen, pub crawler. That's his insult to Elizabeth. Listen how he finishes that. And I do mean crawler. (laughs) Oh, shit. What? 
I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I've, I've tried to think about it from different Use angles. Use your imagination. I, I guess it means she's on her knees. I guess. But she I don't... literally crawls from pub to pub. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I, I, I don't like his insult, and I feel like it's reaching. No, it's it's the stupidest. So I think he he's also, like infer what you want, crawler. Yeah. And he also <laughs> okay, man. He also implies that their dad is boning. I'm sorry, is sleeping with Take Mariana. Uh, sorry, uh, can I correct it again? Uh, uh, dicking down. <laughs> <laughs> Mariana Mariana West, who is the Marianne Williamson, hot divorcee lawyer. Later on, Jessica does confess to Todd and tells Todd that she was. The girl who was, it wasn't Elizabeth at the pub, it was her. And Todd is stupid as hell. Can, can I say, this is, this is honestly uh-huh. the, the height of Jessica being a good person in this book. Uh-huh. Is because she is being sincere. Uh-huh. And she is telling Todd, I'm sorry, it was me at the pub. Uh-huh. I, it was me with. It uh, was not Elizabeth. It was, it was yeah. It was I me. was the one doing the pub crawl. Yes. I, I. And I I'm do the one, mean crawl. Look, look, I'm the one who crawled, okay? Yeah. I, I am the one I'm who the crawls. One. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, it, sorry. Was, it was a race. And really, Jessica did it, but we were just doubling yeah. down. Uh, so, this Jessica, is the only good Jessica, thing she does gonna, in the whole listen, book. Listen, we're going to do an audio play. Okay. And I don't, uh, I don't have mo- it. Moving your mind. I know. Okay. The, I don't Theater either. of the mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I said. I have something to tell you. I'm, I'm really ashamed. I'm really embarrassed. Tell me, Jessica. We know everything you've been hearing about my sister. Elizabeth? Yeah. The pub crawler? It, wa- it wasn't her. Why is he Jessica and you're telling Shut me? the fuck up, Blake. I'm ch- don't break my character. Sorry. It, 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 it was me. Oh, you sweet angel trying to take the blame for your sister's shame. Todd, you dipshit. Let me kiss you for the first time so your sister can see us kiss. Yeah. I guess she is a bit of a slut. And and, and you should love me. (laughs) Come to the dance with me, queen. Okay. That's essentially what happens. Mm -hmm. Wow. So even she when she tries, she to, tries to right her wrongs, but but she can't. Barely. She can't double down. The in community a is so uh, bewitched by her that they can't right. believe. <laughs> so and he, and he honestly wants to love Liz. Yeah, he cares. Like he tries to contact her several times. Anyway, okay. This is. I think I read this on earlier. And Blake, do you not look at the time. Screw. <laughs> I'm gonna keep looking. This is gonna uh, be a five-hour podcast. Moving, no, folks. no, no. Okay, so here. This is another one of those books, and we've talked about this with other books, and I forget the specific ones. If people would just talk rather than being like, gotta go to class. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm in a rush. I'll talk to you later. Then I gotta get to the Oracle office. I have an important paper. There's like five yeah. different, it's like Arl Steiny. Mm-hmm. There's five different times when everything could have been cleared up if someone had just talked to someone at one point. Yeah. But like Enid was in a hurry. Everyone was in a hurry all the time. And this is another incident of just like, Sorry, I can't clear it up. It's like, is it Fateful Findings where everyone's like, I'm really busy right now? Is that the movie I'm thinking of? Maybe I never, the, I never the saw Room? It. Is it The Room? He does that Maybe kind of Maybe The Room, but I think that Neil I Green can't talk it about it. Too. I gotta go. That happens a lot in The Room. Anyway. But I feel like at Fate Finals, you're like, I'm really busy. But that I'm happens busy. constantly. Yeah. Where someone has to go somewhere. 
like best friends or and so best friends are sp- spreading rumors. So it's like sitcom farce logic. Totally. Yes, yes. No, it's Shakespearean where you're like, (laughs) if I could do a punch up, I. (sighs) Well, Jessica does witness the kiss and she realizes that they are going to the dance together. Jessica, you mean. Or Elizabeth, I'm sorry. I'm so confused with these twins. Try they look uh, and at some point I just wrote down the bad one and like <laughs> chapter two I was like okay bad twin yeah. so the good twin is accosted by Bruce Patman who's like hey you're going to the dance with me and she's like no I'm not this is like the millionth time a guy's been like hey property come here <laughs> yeah. you're doing this and I'm ordering it yeah so um, Elizabeth says no I'm not I'm taking him and points to her buddy Todd Winston Egbert oh Win, Win Egbert <laughs> Winnie, old Winnie Egbert. Good Which name. is like the nerdiest nerd name. It's like on yeah. Saved by the Bell when they had Max Nerdstrom or whatever. Like, you might as well. Nerdy geekdom. That's the <laughs> worst name since Shelly Finkelstein or whatever that Friday the 13th character was. Shelly Finkelstein, R.I.P. Shelly Finkelstein gave Jason his hockey mask. Anyway. He did. Props to Shelly. So. Never forget. Um. Jessica throws a fit over Elizabeth going to the dance with Winston because Winston's a nerd. And she can't have her family associated with Can't have with her family yeah. associated with Oh, him. wait. Uh, can I point out what Patman called her? Oh, what? After like, he called her pub crawler. He was like, hey, Roadhouse Rhoda. <laughs> that's how he got her attention to ask her wow. to the dance. That's actually kind of Which funny. I was like, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Although. But better than pub crawler. That's also a forced, like, it's not, it's not a pun. You know what I mean? Like. No. Roadhouse, and you're just like picking a name. So it's like if I'm like, it's a little... hey, a uh, Barbara Bar. <laughs> Literally, like it's not, it's not, it's not as clever as you think. Hey, Priscilla Pub. Yes, <laughs> Pub Crawl Patty is what I was gonna say. Okay, Ooh, that's yeah, yeah. good. That's good. Okay, Scams so the bo- the boys show up at the same time to take the girls out, and oh wait, okay, yeah, when they're go going on. to the dance, yeah, yeah. I, and there's something I want to talk about right here. Winston points out that Liz and Todd stared at each other all night at the dance. What okay, are you gonna find uh, out? okay. So I want to talk about Win. Okay, because he's presented as kind of chivalrous mm-hmm. for saving her from this from Patman, horrible jerk, yeah. right? But he's my least favorite person in the book. <laughs> oh well, I um, there's a scene I think where talk, he's talking it's, it's about in, it's in between these two things. He is the. He's an MRA. Yes. He is. He's one of these guys. Okay. He's so one of these guys who's like, I'm the nice guy. But I'm the I'm nice guy. Garbage. Here's what he says. Wait, is he, this? Did you write the whole quote about yes. what his dates are like? Okay. okay. Well, okay. I wrote a lot of it. Okay. So he's talking about when people set him up. Yes. So That's he's like, when people set. You want to read the quote because I have part of it. Okay. Do you want to know the sort of girl people fix me up with? He asked. It goes like this: When. Have I got a girl for you? What a personality. That always means 250 pounds and two foot five. I have to put her hamburger on the floor so she can reach it. I don't get that. But what? Okay. He means that she's a dog. Yeah. And I wrote down MRA, underlined it. So, I mean, this is a good depiction of that this kind of person. Yeah. Who he knows he's not the most, or he feels like he's not the most attractive person but God forbid he date anyone who's not. But perfect. he also thinks that he he's entitled. De- yeah. You're right. Yeah. Deserves to date uh, uh, Liz, who rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, I mean, our conception like she's yeah. a very 
She's a twin of the hottest girl in school. <laughs> so what, you oh, know what she I mean? looks like the hottest like, girl in school. Uh, uh, but is better. It's than, like a guy who's like. Uh, but but he, he feels like he guys. needs to date like an Emma Watson. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it, it is that thing, and he's not a good person. Yeah. He he's a terrible person, and he he's worse for thinking that I'm entitled to have a hot girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That kind of thing, and he, he a superficially the, hot girl. Whatever. And, yeah. None of it is depicted that way in the book. He's depicted as kind of being chivalrous mm-hmm. because he saves her for whatever from what's his like from Bruce Patman or whatever. Honestly, if if the choices are between this dick who is like, hey, Rhoda, Rhoda Roadhouse or this guy, I take the hot asshole. Honestly, I probably would, too. Hot asshole has money. I mean, he might get handsy at the end of the night. He's going to get handsy, but honestly, Wynn's probably going to get handsy, too. Yeah, Wynn, oh, Wynn would totally be handsy yeah, if he could I, get there I, alone. Anyway, like, I I found that scene appalling. I did, too. That's like, why I wrote the whole quote. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I so I, th- I think there's a good depiction of that kind of guy. Yeah. Like, the kind of, like, I'm so nice, but girls don't like me because I'm, uh, no, they don't like you because you're a piece of shit, Because you're man. an asshole, and girls can sense and, that. And they can see through it, like, even though... Even, okay, like, I would rather date a guy who has, like, the outside fake phony assholeness than a guy who tries to hide his assholeness. Does that make sense? I'd rather date a guy who is explicit about being a shithead than a guy guy who hides the fact that he's a shithead under his chivalry yeah that's why i'm very open yeah. that's why uh, she married me <laughs> me and blake are like uh openly come, ass- come here <laughs> yeah me and blake just fist bumping about being openly open jerks. assholes it's okay yeah Whoa, don't, don't say that uh, hey, you talking my collar yikes no me me and blake so, after the dance they all go home and jess goes home too and todd walks her to the door and she gets a kiss on the cheek. And here is what I think is the most vile thing that Jessica does in the whole book. Is she goes up to Liz. She is pissed because Todd, she has noticed that Todd has been watching Jess, or Elizabeth all night. She makes, she wants a move. She too. wants him to make a move. He does not because he, he is interested in her sister, he, not her. He gets a very perfunctory kiss on the cheek. Yes. Very polite. Very nice little kiss on the cheek. No one can see this, but Jessica acted out. Put two hands on her cheek and went. Universal <laughs> sign for kiss on yep, the cheek. Yeah, yeah. So she goes up to Jessica and she convinces, or sorry, Jessica goes up to Liz and convinces Jessica that Todd tried to sexually assault her. Oh my God, I was livid when I read this. She says, His hands were everywhere! That rat tried just about everything. The horrible thing was that I could hardly make him stop. I had to beg and beg him to please stop. Jessica, you piece of shit. This is why no one believes women. <laughs> this book is nasty, man. <laughs> Jessica. I don't know. This book nasty. That's all I got. I mean, the, the book writes everything. It's like hands were ever. You know what I mean? Like it, it puts I like vaguely like gropey stuff, but yeah. it doesn't say like. I just mean that. it's emotionally nasty. <laughs> no, it is. Like, no, it is. Ah, but I also enjoyed reading it. We just so came I off the heels. I don't know what that says about <laughs> me. <laughs> we. We, we just came off we some just nice came from, babysitters. Yeah, we just came from these nice girls that I liked meeting, the Babysitter's Club. And now you're meeting some baddies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, li- I like me a baddie, but she goes too far. So, are we going to go back to Steven? Okay, just a quick update on Steven. He's depressed because he actually liked the good Martin sister, who is Trisha Martin, not 
Was it Betsy who was the bad Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Every sister so, has, has a bad. You all yeah. have a cor- <laughs> like a, It's a one-run correlation. There's a good one. There's a bad one. There are two wolves inside you. Uh, Monica the baddie. Me the goodie. See Dwayne on last you... episode. But then as we... <laughs> <laughs> this is a running But then as we bit. got older... Uh, this, this will never stop. As we got older, it switched where Monica Did was it... the goodie and I'm the bad... She's the one with two kids who married a doctor. I'm the well, one who that's what has ba- no kids and, and married I'm a, a loser. I didn't say that. Married a fucking I barrier. married a sound engineer, audio engineer. Oh, boy. Uh, not... We've heard some good soundboard stuff tonight. <laughs> I can put together a soundboard so good. Fuck, I'm a success. Anyway. Can I my say, womb is barren, so can, my mom thinks I'm a loser, can, so it doesn't matter. But I'm sterile. It's fine. Can I say one thing about uh, the father of... Who's Steve dating? Oh, the Martin girls. Yes. Okay. So the father is described as the town drunk. Mm-hmm. That's a quote. Okay. And that is such a charming... Old time, you know what I mean? Like it's like a Jimmy Stewart time. It's the town drunk. Yeah. Why don't they call like, him a pub crawler? Like it's the guy in Bedford Falls who's just always drunk, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's okay." There, there's, buddy. A certain, there's a certain charm yeah. to it. Like he's stumbling through the town square, but it's one guy. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's it's the one town drunk. But everyone makes sure he gets home okay. You know, everyone cares. Like it, yeah. it's kind of a small like, town. We take there's care a certain of charm to the phrase "town drunk." It's that, that like. old timey cute alcoholism. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The it's, best kind. It's like Dennis Hopper and Hoosiers. You know what I mean? Like, oh, here comes the here comes the town drunk. No one. Okay. I don't know the reference, but I know Barney Gumble. There you go, Barney Gumble Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yes, kind yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, yes. That's the. Town He's drunk. not really that cute. He's kind of disgusting. I mean, did anyway. you see his film though? It was Fellini esque. It was beautiful. <laughs> don't so, cry for me. I'm already dead. Don't that's cry. the one I like. Exactly. So, um, he. Trisha the Good Martin dumped Stephen because Stephen is too embarrassed to take her out on a real proper date. He just hangs out with her at her house because he's she, ashamed. He's ashamed that he's liking a girl who is not a normal Sweet Valley High girl who Can I say or Sweet he, Valley girl. He's a definition of a fuck boy. No, literally, <sighs> he is like he was he, the original fuck boy. He, maybe she dumps he, his ass. He likes her, but he thinks that he can't be with her because of her. Druggy sister. It's that in the class difference, because, right? Because of her cool family. <laughs> exactly. Listen, your sister's a slut. Your dad's a drunk. I can't take you out in public to the Dairy Burger. Okay, that's the other thing. That was my... my. Mm-hmm. I have, like, three notes left. One was the Dairy Burger mm-hmm. because I love the names of these places. Is yeah. this, like, Dairy Queen? Pretty no, much. Here's yeah, how I mean, it's spelled, though. Terrible. D-A-I-R-I. Burger. Uh, what? There had to be some kind of lawsuit in there. <laughs> like tasty free. Okay, anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So his parents, he they're tired of him moping around. They give him a pep talk, and he decides he's gonna take Trisha on a real date to Dairy Burger. So Yeah. Fancy shit. Yeah. He wins her back. I mean, she's like, all right, Dairy Burger, here we go. Yeah. Real date. Let's this go. is like red lobster type shit. <laughs> suit and tie pulling into i'm picturing like a sonic yeah. drive drive in imagine like yeah. just coming in being like uh two uh, dairy burgers one straw and a yeah. chicken strip basket for the lady uh so to get back to the parents uh to daddy and mariana west not a lot of focus on mom but on dad um the mom is absent in this book pretty like, much not she's absent from the family but absent from the writing yeah so steve after he drops Trisha off at home, he's driving and he realizes he's behind his dad. And he's like, oh, I'll just follow him home. 
we're both heading in the same direction. And I'll tell him about my successful, you know, reconciliation with Trisha. And normal. That's so, all your dad yeah, right. <laughs> and so he, his dad starts heading a different direction and then stops in front of a house he doesn't recognize. And Steve stays parked behind his dad. His dad is not alone in the car. He's with Mariana West. They go inside the house and Todd sits there, listens to 12 songs on the radio. Oh his 12 dad, songs. 12 songs. That's like an hour, right? Does he there's just, commercials in there. You know there's commercials. That's like two hours. Okay. Does he just like hum along like, hmm, I wonder when my dad will come out. Let's see, 83. He's listening to some Aha. I'm trying to figure out what he's listening to. Some Duran Duran. <laughs> Uh, when did Spring Sings the River come out? 82? Yeah, he's probably got a track from there. Maybe, maybe. Um, I don't Hungry know, Heart? Journey? I have Hungry no, Heart? I have Early no, Tears uh, for Fears? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe. He's oh, listening to you know call, what? He's listening Steve to, Miller, right? He's listening to college radio. So oh, so dead, it's like. It's like the Dead Kennedy song. Blondie, Blondie R.E.M.? Probably, on there. Yeah, probably yeah, like yeah, very yeah. early R.E.M., yeah. Okay, so anyway, I don't think Steve's that cool, but whatever. He's um, not that cool. But his dad is still in size when he goes back home. Um, but I will say this: mm-hmm. he is hot because the sisters tell him he's hot. He tells them they're hot. There was a scene earlier that we didn't talk about where they all talked about how hot they were to each other. Yeah, you mentioned that. No, I know. That's but creepy. As everyone hell. in the family wants everyone else to know. They're like, Dad's probably sleeping with hot Marianne because he's hot, she's hot. I Ugh, mean, they're hot. He's gonna hot, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Kardashians, basically. Okay. To the Kardashians? Never mind. I'm sure they I all don't. sit around and they're like, man, we are hot. We're Kendall, hot. you're hot. Kim, you're hot. Uh, Chloe, you're hot. I'm trying to name all of them. Don't. Let's just keep going. Let's not. Is there a Courtney? Courtney, you're hot. Lamar, uh, you passed out and almost died once in a, a, if a, you're not a, K a name, brothel, but you're hot. <laughs> if you're not a K name, we don't care about you. Caitlin. So. That's a C. Anyway. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Okay, so their dad wins the trial against for the football field bullcrap. Yeah, so yeah. Sweet Valley High gets to keep their football field. So Liz is like, I got a scoop. Yep, Liz writes the whole story up for the Oracle. Um, when they come back home that night, their mom is like, hey, guys, we're going to have a special guest for dinner. It's Mariana West. And the kids are like, no! Here's what's crazy is the kids think... They're going to they're announce gonna... their divorce and with the they're... lover there. Like, Holy what shit. The hell? They're like, oh, we're we're bringing over. We all her. have something to tell you. And Sorry, that was screaming. But they're, they're all going to just like get together mm-hmm. at dinner and be like, we want you to tell you something. We're getting divorced. Your dad's boning that lady it's... right there eating that salad. It's like the p- polar opposite of the scene from Babysitter's Club number one. Totally. Where they have the fancy dinner for the engagement. Yes, yeah, yeah. But the real thing is that they're just going to announce that Mariana West made partner at the firm. Honestly, if there's an in- yeah. yeah, if there's an intro in this book and everyone got hit in the head with a hammer, and yeah. you're like, okay, from here on out, you need to know that everyone oh, in this book has been hit in the head with a the hammer. They're the traumatic brain injury family. <laughs> That's why like, they're calling oh, each other hot. Yeah. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. So... To speed this up, Elizabeth starts dating other people to get over Todd because Todd, as far as she knows, is a rapist. I mean, and an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then after a sorority meeting one night, they're in their Fiat convertible, which I guess is a stick. This is what we learn. They're followed by Rick Andover and at a stop sign or something. This is a weird scene, right? Yeah. Jessica stalls the convertible because it's a stick and apparently she can't drive. Todd hops in, hops in, yeah, starts driving their car, <laughs> drives it several times. King shit, king shit. Speeding, like I guess he just hops in, pushes her aside. 
starts driving around like the Dairy Burger parking lot. Todd Wilkins is there, sees this happening. The girls, I guess, are just screaming because it's both Elizabeth and Jessica, and they're just like freaking out. I'm just imagining like him whipping around. Here's something times. he yells at one point. Out of the way, you idiots. He's <laughs> he's drunk and almost oh, yeah, he's running drunk. people over. I forgot to say that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he's just like wasted. I'm picturing like, when I say uh, Sonic, mm-hmm. it's like an old burger timey drive-in. Like, yeah, around. it's just like a circle, yes. right? Yeah. So he's saying like, out of the way, you idiots. And all the kids are like hanging out there like, I'm picturing them like diving, diving. out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's diving. Todd sees and, this. And these girls are freaking out. Yes. As, as they should be. Yeah. So Todd, because I honestly don't know where she is in the car since he's pushed. I'm assuming he just pushed them aside and got in because they're tiny. Right. They're perfect. Right. So they're probably like Way girls. I mean, things. perfect girls shouldn't take up space, right? So Absolutely not. Pushes them aside. Mere twigs. <laughs> so Todd sees this. He hops in his car and he follows them around. And of course, the chase leads to their final destination, which is Kelly's Roadhouse. Um, Todd tries to, uh, Todd tries to go inside. No, wait, I'm sorry. Rick tries to go inside. Todd and Rick fight. Todd wins. Liz kisses Todd. Jessica lets out a verbal slip. And that's when Todd learns the truth that Jessica had been to Kelly's roadhouse before. That she was actually the twin who was really there. And when she tried to tell him that, she was actually telling the truth. And by the way, he's an idiot. He... Anyway. Todd just like scratching his head like a monkey in a cartoon being like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. And I think Liz even confronts him about his handsiness and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, no, he's like legit confused. So he's like, legit, I just gave her a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, like, no, your, your sister, that's not true. Okay, here's the thing. Believe women, but don't believe Jessica Wakefield. <laughs> don't believe the bad ones. <laughs> don't, don't believe Jessica Wakefield. Yeah. I mean, believe everyone, but Jessica Wakefield and probably Sarah Palin. I don't trust Jessica's her. putting a little asterisk on there. I believe women, asterisk. Asterisk, has, has Sarah Palin, Jessica Wakefield. Sarah Palin's never claimed anything. Uh, I just don't like her. Sarah Palin, well, <laughs> she's a liar by nature. I mean. Probably. It, okay. okay, okay. Believe her women. except when she talks about how Barack Obama is a secret Muslim or whatever. <laughs> trust yeah. women. Don't trust. No, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, you're. Anyway, does this trust book all ever women, end? Or is but it Jessica just... Wickfield, this is where it ends. So they decide to get even with Jessica. Here's the elaborate plan. Fucking finally. Liz convinces Jessica to wear her tuxedo that shirt. Was genius. This is where the tuxedo shirt comes into play again. At long last. She spills. Well, actually, I think she spills something on Jessica's outfit, which means the outfit is unwearable. And she's like, oh, just wear my tuxedo shirt. They go to a pep rally. They all arrive together, Jessica, Todd, and Liz. When they get there, Liz walks off and away from Todd and Jessica, goes to the stage where the droids are getting ready to play, and goes, hey. New gig, by the way. Do you want to know who the eyes and ears for the Oracle is? And of course, the Roy's are like, hell yeah, tell us, we're punk rock AF. And uh, Elizabeth is pretending to be Jessica, and she goes, it's Elizabeth. And she's right over there with her boyfriend, Todd. And of course, she's wearing, you know, Elizabeth, wait. Yeah, no, she's wearing the tux shirt. Yeah, she's yeah. wearing the outfit. And the droids go on to play, but before they play, they announce who the eyes and ears gossip columnist writer is, and it is... Elizabeth Wakefield, but it's Jessica who is dressed in Elizabeth's clothes. Yeah. Mistaken identity. Ha ha ha. They all pick her up and throw her in the pool. That is the equivalent 
revenge for all the psychopathic mm-hmm. shit she's done yep, thus yep. far. Just uh, a little pool Basically, dip. hey, I tried to destroy your life. I uh, have psychopathically I lie. yeah. lied about you. Mm-hmm. I've tried to destroy your relationships. Mm-hmm. I've been fine with you being arrested. If I you... lied about sexual assault, which to me is probably the yeah. most offensive yeah. thing because... Yeah. That just perpetuates the, the, the myth that women lie about sexual assault. It's wrong on many levels. Mm-hmm. But you got a little dip in the Take pool. Take a dip in the in pool, my clothes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now like, it's her clothes that are being ruined by chlorine. <laughs> Whatever. So can I... It's the dumbest. You got a little bit embarrassed. Egg on as, your face, As Jessica. me, though. Like, people think you're the one embarrassed. So it doesn't even, It doesn't work. It does not work I honestly all. like it more if it's the reverse, where Jessica's just being a psychopath again, being like, my sister did it. Get her. And that's the end of the book. I have the, um, the climax here in audio form, if you'll indulge me. Yeah, do it, buddy. Because it's pretty funny in the, the way they uh, perform it here. So we heard the, the earlier tuxedo shirt switcheroo, mm-hmm. and then comes... Hi, Dana. Hi, Jessica. Every time you wear that tuxedo outfit, you make the other fashion types around here look like they're wearing horse blankets. Thanks, Dana. It really is me, isn't it? Listen, I have the most sensational announcement for you to make. You know how every year about this time, somebody leaks the name of the secret author of the Eyes and Ears column? (laughs) And then we dunk him in the pool with all his clothes on? My sister Elizabeth is the author. And you're turning her in? You two having a fight? No, no, it's just that sometimes she seems a little too good. You know what I mean? There she is, over there. Listen up, you guys. Guess who's going for an unscheduled swim? The writer of the Eyes and Ears Club. And there she is, Elizabeth Wakefield, standing right over there next to Todd Wilkins. As usual. Oh, no, Todd, they think I'm Liz. Help me, Todd. Stop them. Oh, no, twin stuff. Liz. (laughs) She's all yours, guys. Todd's in on it. No, 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 I'm not Elizabeth, you jerks. I'm Jessica. That's what you get for accusing me of sexual assault. I dip in a pool. The little foley work with the dunk. We look a lot alike today, don't we, Jesse? You planned this. You planned this whole rotten, mean, contemptible trick. I'll never forgive you. Not Wet hair. Be 137. <laughs> Bye, Jessica. Bye, Jessica. Oh. <laughs> Sweet Valley. Sweet Valley. So, um... Got uh, what you deserve, yeah. Jessica. And by the way, I, I think I've read a couple more books. I honestly could not tell you much about them, but I think they're all this way. I, I <laughs> Jessica gets hers in the her, end. Her, gets, hers her in gets hers in the end. She learns a lesson. She never she learns doesn't anything. Learn. She, she didn't learn anything here. Or else there wouldn't be like a two hundred books in this series. She didn't learn anything in this book because it was nothing uh, affected her other than a dunk in a pool. Like there was, there were no as someone else. As someone, that's my thing. Yeah. It's like you only get the embarrassment if it's people think it's you. Right. Yeah. Like honestly, if everything I did embarrassing. If people thought it was my twin brother did it, mm-hmm. I just keep doing it, man. Whatever. It's just a whatever. So, and I think I got it mixed up. I think Elizabeth was wearing the tuxedo shirt, and that's why people thought she was Jessica. 
and she ruined Jessica's outfit and put Jessica in her car. Whatever. It's I can't stupid. keep track of this shit. I can't. It's hard to keep track of the twins. It's hard to explain um, to people when I'm reading it. It makes sense. It's but. one in the morning. We've been recording for 80 hours. I got to get. Th- I, 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 okay. So on a related okay. note, uh-huh. there was a little bit of mistaken identity. And um, my wife here, Jessica, was being attacked on Twitter uh, because people thought she was being mean to Bernie Sanders. And sh- she had this to say. Never. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> that's me don't attack bernie will will, will that joke play will it in, play in, in, in three in weeks <laughs> that's what we're hoping you listen to it uh, right away i well this is our second episode that we're gonna do so this will come out post uh iowa caucus so i don't know if anyone oh will remember God. who's oh, gonna win that caucus i don't know if anyone will remember who bernie or Elizabeth is. They're going to be forgotten names. I think by we're this just time. all going to be. People are like Buddhagos and Klobuchar, we're gonna right? Be, we're going to be Biden bots by then, and we do, won't know who any of these people are. So, I'd rather be a Klobuchar kid. Uh, no, we're we're the Klobuchar clan, but we're spelling it with the C <laughs> oh, on the yeah, second one. Definitely yeah, definitely yeah. gotta be careful with that. Yeah, I thought the very end of the book, especially as narrated by this uh, nasty man, was kind of disturbing. <laughs> so, so nasty. Okay. okay. So he, the, I, I labeled this you romance, but... Okay. After the rally, Elizabeth and Todd finally said goodnight. A yeah, long goodnight Ugh. filled with kisses oh. and sweet words. Yes. And still more kisses. Lots of kisses. Ugh, so many Elizabeth kisses. Elizabeth watched Todd drive off, then went in, closed the door, and leaned against it, yeah, sighing did. happily. That's... This is porn for preteen girls, uh, I right? mean, honestly, without knowing who this is, what he's doing, why it's happening, and put him on a music put swell. him on a, a registry. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is weird shit. That this makes me porn. uncomfortable to listen to. He's talking about children. And then, yeah. I, is this in the book? There's like a stinger that's a... a, a yes. It's there, Enid. There is a, yeah. Elizabeth okay. had invited Enid to it come over after way. dinner and spend the night. She opened the door. There stood her friend... Tears streaming down her face. Blood-soaked hands. What is the dark mystery in Enid's past? And how will Jessica use it to her advantage? Find out in Sweet Valley High number two. Buy the next cassette tapes. tripped in track and someone saw her fall down maybe her family is in like the witness protection program that, no you're thinking too you smart. know whatever okay. it is jessica will blackmail her for it you know <laughs> well it's because jessica's psycho not me other um, jessica all jessica's okay yeah R- rate the book i guess so oh uh what do you think uh okay can i just say i enjoyed it because it's pure trash and it's it was kind of fun yeah yeah I think on Goodreads I gave it three stars because I hate Jessica Wakefield with every bone in my body. I just don't understand why she is forgiven over and over and over again. And Be- I understand because that Because she's blood. gaslit her sister her whole life. <sighs> and her whole family. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still, I'm going to say three and a half hooves. Oh, wow. Three and a half to four. I'm going, mm. oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going three because I like a book that reminds us that girls can gaslight too. <laughs> People forget that, and it's, it's important to talk. Only if you're twins, though, probably. Probably girls do it too, and we haven't said it yet, but uh-huh. and twins. Um, uh, thank you, thank you, Josh. Yeah. 
So can we? Uh, is there? Do you want to do a Blake's AirPods? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have something? So uh, Blake's Music Corner to end with. Um, also, are you called... gonna stick with Blake's Music Corner? Or uh, are you? AKA. AirPods? Wait, are we, we have to AirPods. introduce the next book. Does that go first? We'll do this first, and then that. do. Okay. Let me do my Music Corner real quick. This is new segment, guys. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna. Can I play the Sweet Valley High TV show theme? Yes, yeah, I think it's a banger. Do. All right, it. This is the most '90s music ever made. Mm-hmm. And keeping that in mind, tell me who this is supposed to sound like. Okay. Look right down in a crowded hall. You see, there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere? A reflection. One always calls out to you. The other shy and quiet. Could there be two different girls who? Look the same Now wait for this background vocal. I'm digging that background. No, it didn't. Wait. Oh, that one. The high one. The high one. I was say to the lower one. <laughs> she just rides the whole song out with a queen. You want to um, So what? That shit is wild. Okay. I think it's mimicking. Has anyone listened to like the alt folk of like Juliana Hatfield, maybe a little bit. If anyone listens yeah, to, if you think that this is like, hey, why don't we bite Juliana Hatfield style? It's uh, just like let's bite whatever generic. 90s but I'm trying to think of like stuff. what was super Doesn't. popular in 1990. Was it four that this series started? I want to say later, uh, mid 90s Five. I mean. Maybe ninety seven. Girl bands doesn't do were like Elastica, and that didn't sound anything. The answer like that, is but. it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, what matters is so this theme song was done by uh, a singer named Kathy Fisher, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if they were partners, uh, just professionally or what, but but also Ron Wasserman. So Kathy Fisher and Ron Wasserman were also in a band called Fisher. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of that band? Nope. Okay, I've heard of Fisher Spooner. Not Fisher Spooner, the okay. electronica thing. Ron Wasserman, however, yeah. has a history in TV themes. Let's see what else he's done here. Did he do Say by the Bell? When I wake up in the morning Even and better. My- You're not going to believe this <laughs> shit. Tonight, tonight. Before tonight. he did Sweet Valley, he did another Haim Saban project. I bet he was a little show called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Ron Wasserman himself uh, wrote Go Go Power Rangers. Nice. He also composed the X-Men cartoon theme song. What? You're blowing my mind. The icon. Do you have that on your soundboard? I really wish I wish I did, but I'll. Iconic. It goes a little bit like this. So I just thought that was very interesting. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, Blake's Music Corner, um, also also called RU AirPods. <laughs> I want you to just make a podcast called that. Okay. That's the spinoff, yeah. I, thank you, Blake. 
You're welcome. I appreciate it. Um, I did some, some research, so you're welcome. So, Josh, what's our book for next up? What's... I'm so stoked about the, okay. I have no idea what this book is. I found it randomly. Have you read it yet? No. Okay. I found it at um, Springfield's own half-price books, which is not affiliated with the chain half-price books. Right, it's right. its own thing. They'll tell you that. They're going to business videos. right now. They okay. are. Yeah. I should go buy all their teen books like an asshole. But I found that there, and I only bought it because of the raised embossed cover. And is it Point Horror? Uh, Scholastic. Scholastic, okay. Yeah. yeah. It is called Be Mine by Jan McFan. Funny name. It's Jane. 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 <laughs> Jan McFan. <laughs> it's funnier the other way. Okay. It's and it's timely. Jane, Jane McFan. Jane McFan. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. It is one in the morning. I am so is tired. Valentine's <laughs> okay. I'm so tired. Can it, you give us a little taste from the back of the book, please? Yes, I will. Okay. Well, also, I want to read the tagline. So it's called Be Mine. Mm-hmm. Or else. That's the tagline. No! Okay. That sounds like a threat. And so the back says, love you, dot, 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 to death. And then you see a picture of some uh, chocolates that are open. Some are bitten into. What a jerk. Anyway, someone has a little crush on Bethany. But Bethany doesn't give it too much thought. What harm will a few love notes and some flowers do? Bethany's about to find out. That in the game of love, you can win, lose, or die. Uh, I knew it. I honestly need the guy that read the Sweet Valley High thing to read all of our stuff. Like, because even if he's trying to read it like normally, It'll it sound sounds like menacing. Mean, he's good. Well. Yeah. No, he's good. But he also sounds like. So many kisses. The, the, <laughs> they fell in love. You know what he sounds like? Evil Casey Kasem. Oh, my yes. God. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Extra and more and more kisses on the mouth. <laughs> With tongue. Sorry. Up, up next is you two with a little song called, I don't know, you Still two. Have Pride found. in the name of love. Number. Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> Coming up next is UB40. Oh, Jesus. Eh, it's too late now. Damn it. <laughs> it's late at night. It's early in the morning. I'm literally falling into the face yeah. screen thing the, on my mic. Jessica's about to knock the uh, mic over I can over see like her nose drunk. through the screen. Yeah, she's about okay. to pop through my pop filter. So right. say goodnight, guys. And Good night. Good night. Wait, guys. Good night, guys. Rate and review us and all that stuff. Uh, until next time, see you later, horse girls. <laughs> Mistaken identity, ha ha ha.